Hello and welcome to Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. I'm Connor from the House of L. And I am Ray from the House of Zod. And we're back. Not that we've gone back, anywhere. Baby. Yeah? Yes. Uh, so, we're back to cover Superman Strength and Superman Adventures 41, which is our last request that we're doing mm. for a while. Long time. Um, but we can you can still send in requests. It's just going to be a long time until we get to them. So Absolutely. We love doing them, but just, um, you know, we've just got a few things on the boiler ourselves that we want to we want to kind of dive into so uh yeah, yeah yeah just a little short break but we'll we will definitely get to all the requests we love we love reading them like connor yeah. i do believe as a seasoned fan you had not read these before no no i haven't so it was good hmm. um yeah no so it was good to read that and um yeah because we want to do we still want to do all-star superman um, and we still want to, you know, do a couple of things that we want to do, yeah. um, and like, uh, the comics related to Man of Steel, and then we want to do Man of Steel, the movie, and, you know, so we have like a bunch of stuff we want to do, and, uh, you know, so we're just cutting out requests just for a little bit, because, yeah. um, since we're fortnightly, if you get heaps of requests, it takes a long time to get mm. through them. But, like, I'm not complaining, like, it's awesome that we get requests, and I've read stuff that I really like that we mm. haven't done before, like Superman the Secret Years, you know? Uh, that oh, was yeah, great. Yeah. yeah, that was good. Um, so, yeah, but before that, Superman news. Uh, there's been a comic being released, Superman Man of Tomorrow, every week. That's about a dollar. I highly recommend you pick it up to support uh, Superman, um, you know, and mm-hmm. it's only a dollar, and they're pretty good. Like, I read the first issue. It was very mediocre, as I said on my last yeah. episode. With Parasite, but, right? Yeah, but the yeah. second issue was really, really good, and they all seem to okay. be standalone stories. Oh, um, clean but, slate. Well, there, there might be, like, a linking thread. I'm not sure, but the second one was, like, about kind of a gambling ring right. that was using... You know, creating disasters for Superman to show up at and, like, placing odds as to how quick he'll get there and stuff. Right. Um, which I thought was pretty cool. So that was a really good issue. And the next issue is Toy Man, which Ooh. I haven't read yet, but it came out yesterday, so... This is popping up everywhere, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Good old Toy Man. Um, so, yeah, that's good. I I suggest to pick it up because... You know, the dollar's even in my budget, and like, <laughs> my budget is just... <laughs> so, um, yeah. Now, uh, is there anything else? I don't really think there's anything else. Um, A new so... Superman movie coming out? Isn't no, it? there's not. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Oh, are you talking about the animated one? No, it was a joke, but if I've oh. fallen into something, I'm happy to pretend I have. Uh, yeah, the new animated one, yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah, have you watched released. that recently, right? No, no, that's oh. not the one. There's a new Superman-specific oh. one that'll be coming out oh. called... Uh, actually, I it's I think it's actually called Man of Tomorrow. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. It, I think it was just a coincidence that the miniseries, that DC's obviously just thrown together while there's no comics, it's called Man of Tomorrow. But yeah, so this is going to be... I don't know if it's an origin story, but it's set early in his career. It might be an origin story, I'm not sure, but it's an original story mm-hmm. um so i'm quite excited for it we talked about it before and they're just they've been releasing like images and stuff yeah 
Why? It's cast. Why isn't there a Zod animated series, Connor? I'm still waiting. Because um, he's he's a good character. Come on, come on. You got to admit. Because Zod. We're lucky Superman gets movies, but like any. Yeah. We're lucky anyone who's not Batman gets movies. Um, <laughs> so I really doubt they have time to go into anyone's supporting cast to give them a solo movie. <laughs> dang, it, dang it. Because, you know. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, we'll just have to wait. Yeah, but it's looking good. The animation looks nice. And nice. Uh, I did I did actually watch Justice League uh, Dark Apocalypse War, the main characters were Constantine, Superman and Raven uh, so I will be talking about that on Krypton Report I believe Ooh. in a couple of weeks or next week or something so that that was like the whole kind of uh, as much as I loathe the comparison because I don't want to do any Company Wars crap it's kind of like the Avengers Endgame of the okay. DC animated universe but like there's actually not any more movies of that continuity like it's done Complete. Right. Um, so that was the last one, uh, and yeah, it it's okay. It's it's good. Um, I, I have a really like big problem with the ending, but um, and I think it's the violence goes into kind of absurd territory a couple of times. But uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's I enjoyed it. And if you're a if you're a Superman fan, which I'm assuming you might be if you're here. Uh, there's like a lot of really great Superman moments, so it's worth watching if you're sort of caught up with his stuff in the animated universe. Um, Is it Timothy, I, D- Timothy Daly or Jerry O'Connell? Who's uh, no, no, it's voice? been the Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, Jerry Arco. So it might be his last one as Superman. I'm not sure, but uh, oh yeah, and I'll have, I'll have Constantine too. So it was awesome to see him, and you know, Raven's cool. So. I'm glad they were the focus, and because uh, I guess they kind of—it's called Justice League Dark, but they kind of took one character from the three major teams. So you got Constantine from Dark, you got Superman from Justice League, and you got Raven from Teen Titans. Mm. So they kind of represent, uh, you know, everyone. Um, well, Damian Wayne's in it quite a lot, actually, um, okay. and Batman too, but he's not like. Um, He's more of a background thing for most of it. Surprising. Uh, yeah, no, it was pleasantly surprising. Um, and, like, his role in the story was actually, like, it made sense and stuff, and he wasn't just forced everywhere. Um, like, everyone, pretty much everyone who had been in the movies was in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're, like, not a Superman, Constantine, or Raven fan, and you're, like, a Starfire fan then you are in for a rough time, <laughs> you oh, know, because right. some characters just appear to like die horribly. Oh. Um, oh yeah. Like there's so many deaths in this, uh, like people are just getting slaughtered. Like oh. literally it's violent. Uh, Cause it's, I guess it's justice league dark movie, but anyway, yeah. uh, well, what's the rating on it? Uh, well, be... I don't PG probably get you enough violence, right? For an animated mm. film. I mean, Someone was, like, ripped in half, and you saw, like, their spine and guts hanging out, so... Oh, okay. That's um, probably a bit more like M in, in Australia, maybe. I would I would say M.A. here. M.A.? Wow. Yeah. I'm pretty sure my City of Demons is M.A. Okay. And if that's M.A., this is definitely M.A. 
and they, they use yeah, there's a couple was, of F-bombs too okay well so for American listeners that's equivalent to R that's an R rating yeah I mean, technically, like, it is the Justice League Dark label. Yeah. Yeah, um, sure. But on the flip side, it has all these characters that aren't in Justice League Dark, if you know what I mean. Right. Um, so it's, like, a bit strange, you know. Yeah. Um, not not strange that, like, Superman and stuff is there, but it's just strange to see certain characters, like, really horribly killed when they're, like, you know, a teen titan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> As opposed to, like... Um, you know, one of the Justice League Dark or something. I don't know. But, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, I'll be talking about that in depth on Krypton Report. It'll definitely be an interesting discussion. Uh, but I am really looking forward to the new Superman animated movie. So, uh, good times ahead on that front, I suppose. Uh, stuff to look forward to there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. So, shall we get into Superman Strength? Yeah. All right. Well, do we want to fly... Sure. To lovely metropolis. Let's do it. All right. Are you ready? I am. Up, 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 up. up. and, and away. away. Hey there, everyone. I'd like to tell you about the YouTube channel I Am Your Target Demographic. If you're a fan of comics, we have plenty that you'll enjoy over there, including a series called Heroes Like Us. That explores comic characters of all sorts of different identities. And we even have a series that defines words that are used in nerd culture that you may not know what they mean. So you can check us out by heading to YouTube and searching I Am Your Target Demographic or look up IAYTV on any social media outlet. A criminal named Fido and his gang are speculating on the origin of Superman and plotting how to deal with him. They send a dupe to rob a, rob a bank and to test how Superman, how far Superman reacts, while Fido reveals his super criminal father claimed to have broken Superman's arm and told him Superman was raised by the Metropolis elite, with a silver spoon in his mouth, never having to struggle, hence his strict moral compass. Meanwhile, Superman overhears them and warns them not to do anything, and leaves. Uh, Lois picks up Clark and Park Kent, and over dinner, Pa starts to tell a story from Clark's childhood about his first time to a big city. In the past, with Clark. Uh, present, Pa stole some candy from a crooked clerk, overcharging people in need to give, in need, and gave some to Clark, telling him rules can be broken. Some rules can be broken. Later, during a solar eclipse, Clark sees a city in the distance and runs to it. Meanwhile, Fido's gang creates a series of disasters, from fires to blowing up a bridge to hold Superman off, while they break into LexCorp and steal his old invention, a pair of gloves that can create dimensional portals. Superman eventually catches up with him, and Fido lures him through the portal severing at the neck and coming into the possession of the head of Superman. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Yeah, that was know, a very very succinct synopsis there. Yeah. yeah, I kind of... I based it off the other two synopsis available, and they were very brief, but okay. covered. And I figured we could just, you know, yeah. get into the details. Um, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, first issue uh, took a bit to get into, as in, like, not that I was bored, hmm. but it definitely picks up, and it gets, like, oh. really interesting. Um, oh, absolutely. Well, if yeah. you look at it whole, and as you kind of um, read in the synopsis, it's it can really just be broken into two main stories, like, working in tandem. It's um, yeah. an introduction, a nice setup for this gang. Um, so you've got Fido, you've got, like, Trudy... 
Um, who was what are these other guys' names? Um, Sully. Um, yeah. You, you know, so you get it's really cool because McLeod. Oh, sorry, we we haven't given the the details. Um, the credits. Oh yes, we should. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, no, it's on the actual comic. Oh, uh, Scott McLeod yep. did the scripts and breakdowns. Yep. Uh, he, you can take the rest. <laughs> the next name. <laughs> I think Alua Amancio is the penciler, uh, industry legend Terry Austin, inker, Todd Klein, letterer, Patricia Mulberhill, colorist, um, and of course, uh, Siegel and Schuster created, um, created, did they have a, oh, and they have um, cover and logo designed by Alex Ross. Oh uh, yeah, we should mention Alex Ross did the covers mm. for... Which are all good because yeah, he's good. great at like still image covers. I think yes. uh, the first cover. In fact, I really like the whole the whole idea of like these covers because um, the story is called Superman's Strength, and each cover is Superman performing feats of strength, mm. um, which is very old school. And I, you know, I like that imagery. Yeah, a lot. And in the first cover, he's uh, lifting up a car with one hand, and well, another car with the other hand. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Yeah, very much so. And which is in the issue. Yeah, and you do, I mean, yeah, I guess it's obvious, isn't it? But I didn't, while I was reading it, didn't really notice it. But you do see a lot of Superman feats in it, which is great to see. Yeah. I love to see these, uh, um, you know, displays of, of strength and power and stuff. So you do see that across because uh, basically this gang, which is, I was getting back to one of the first mm. parts of this, is uh, you get a setup of their of their gang and their intent, which comes up later. Um, they want to kind of steal back some technology that Fido has has created. Uh, yep. You also get a little bit of back history as well. Uh, Fido's yeah, dad, with the pit Fido's bull. dad. Yeah, um, but the second story is the the telling um, um, to Lois of this the the convenience store and yep. the um, the little. I guess it's a little a little lie, a little fib. That um, John, um, Jonathan Kent. Well, he steals. <laughs> like he literally steals. Well, oh, yeah, Kent. he does. He's yeah, he steals it. Yeah. So, uh, but it's but he was kind of justifying it, like you know. Um, yeah. Saying it's 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 okay to do this if you, you know. Um, so we get it. yeah. So we get a set up with that, and then we see that there's a continuation of a story later with with young. Clark, which I found very interesting because it of was, the, yeah. the solar eclipse, and not only that, but we'll get into it later with the other issues. Um, so yeah, it, it did start a bit weird, it, um, but I, I, w- I was drawn in straight away with how Superman mm. was displayed. Like you know, it just, yeah. they're just watching him and he's doing. And then I loved it how he kind of came up to them because he could hear them. <laughs> yeah, that, that made me laugh. Um, yeah, but he, yeah, he couldn't really do anything because I hadn't actually done anything wrong. So. Yeah. Um, and what, you know, what this do you think is the of... 30s, he just cracked their heads in any way. But... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what did you think? I was a bit off-put um, with the start because there's a narrative by by Fido, right? But he kind of gets it wrong. Um, so well, That's what kind of drew me in. I found yeah. that interesting that he thinks that Superman is this kind of silver spoon, you yeah. know. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, me too, because it was just it got me thinking, like, how did he come up to how did he come to this you know i mean I obviously that told him didn't he yeah yeah but as yeah. a reader when you first read it it's like, okay well how, uh, yeah. how did he get to think that you know because any reader would know um you know the real backstory yeah um, so he got it totally wrong um and it's, it's such a such a weird thing to get off um on the i guess the wrong foot at the beginning of the the story 
Mm. Um, but I really like uh, McLeod's writing. I thought this was really well, well written, and there was such the big surprise at the end. Did you like? How did you <laughs> react to that? Um, I was like, okay, <laughs> like I thought it was great. I absolutely loved it, and like the yeah. it's about his head, right? Yeah, yeah. I I did not expect it at all. I was very yeah, me too. very surprised, but in a good way because it's absolutely yeah. hilarious. Um, it, it's it's really weird. It's it's um, a mixture of hilarious <laughs> and and there's an absurdity to it. Oh, absolutely! And not only that, but it kind of falls in line with McLeod's writing of the characters. There's a lot of humour in this, um, definitely. So he actually touches upon a lot of serious things with his relationship with Fighter's relationship with his father, which yeah. again gets developed later. But throughout the whole thing, there's a flippancy, I think, with with the criminals towards Superman, and uh, it's just really mm. it, it caught me kind of off kilt like through throughout the whole issue. Yeah, in, in a good um, way. Like yeah, you know. yeah, definitely. Yeah, because uh, I I didn't expect that to happen. Like it was no, absolutely. You know, it's like oh, we're doing this, um, and I I really like the kind of plan, that, you know, because distracting yeah. Superman with blowing stuff up and stuff, you know, it's not it's not new. Um, no. And I think, as you said, it was really cool to see like all of Superman's feats as he's kind of he's doing these things that Superman does all the time, but. Yeah, they were they were still done well. It was like it wasn't stale. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, like because the way he lifts up the two cars and then uh, the the restaurant was amusing. Uh, like the sort of Seattle space oh, needle yes. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That was yeah. Why did he dump them in the in the pond? Um, um just just for safety. Oh, I. I you know, I don't know. Um, probably because that was where there was space. I'm not sure. Okay, yeah, it just yeah. But um, I do, I did like the fire. But yes, another burning building. Um, what they did is they put flames on all four sides, so he couldn't do like his usual stuff. So you know, you just got the yeah water. But um, yeah, I, I like how they acknowledge that. Like you know, whenever he breaks up fast, he does kind of just like create a tornado and Yes. out of the building and stuff will blow it out but yeah uh, so it's yeah. it's re- it's really good that they because you know now that these cat will fido i'm not sure about the others at least but he's the mastermind behind it and he's actually giving it some thought as to what to do yeah. and it's a simple enough plan right it's just about diverting uh or diversion while they you know? steal something while yeah. they steal something but uh he, he the, the fact that he's thinking about okay He's preempting how Superman usually tackles these things. Um, it just shows. It, it kind of sets him up as, uh, you know, someone. Uh, I don't know a genius intellect. I mean, he did invent the. He's, the he's smarter than he appears. Yeah. Because when when you first start reading the story, I mean, this guy seems like kind of an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, he's he's got that stupid hipster kind of look, and he seems like a bit of an airhead, but he is actually smart. Yes. Um, and yeah, I I liked how Park Kent got some kind of depth in this. Yeah. Uh, with you know he, the because that that crook and there's people like that. Well, even now, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially now, you know, who are just like essentially they have goods that people need and they're just they know yeah. that they're overcharging for it. And obviously, yep. 
And again, it contradicts the Silver Spoon thing at the start because, like, the Kent farmers really yes, struggling. Absolutely. So, uh, but yeah, Pa steals the candy, like mm-hmm. just just like an angry move out of spite, and gives it to oh, Clark. Yeah. And I thought that was um, I thought that was neat. And Pa obviously regrets it though when he yes, you know, when Clark ran off. But yeah, well, was there also a, a, a need to some extent for that candy because they did? McLeod does write it. And is this because of the solar eclipse or something coming that little little Clark Kent's feeling really under the weather and he's so hungry, yep. he says. Um, yeah, so he, he got that because Clark was complaining about how he was hungry yeah. in the shop. Yeah, and he eats like a horse yeah. apparently. Like I think you yeah. see later on he just guzzles down the meals. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But I so guess he's, uh, he's kind of feeding his son. He's kind of like, you know, stealing to feed his, not dying son, but... You know, yeah. son who's in in peril. Oh, we should talk about the art as well. Um, yes, it's it's very stylistic, but I think it's good. Yeah, I, I'm, if anything, I didn't mind the art. I thought it was okay, but it's I found it and the, the covers to be like the covers to be quite misleading. Um, in the sense, well, they're misleading Al- in terms of artwork. Yeah, yeah, you got Alex Ross, and then it is really stylized. It is, it is. There is a flatness to it. Um, um, not gonna yeah. lie, it's not, you know, not my favourite kind of art, um, mm. but I didn't hate it when I was reading this. Um, uh, you know, it has its qualities and it and it does the job. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I just think it works, um, yeah. especially, you know, like the way the faces are done, especially considering we have like just Superman's face for a while. Yeah, it's very kind of you know, blocky. Uh, heroic face and it's you know funny to see him in the jar and i did like the opening page of him with krypton blowing up oh yeah okay see well that i was immediately like oh i was like oh okay that's the art okay um and i thought i was going to be worried throughout but it it was okay i mean it wasn't yeah um wasn't too bad um shall we get to issue two or yeah or just finally that so that last bit i um I was I was thinking because Superman was speeding towards him, and, and it was yeah. kind of I was dreading it actually. I thought he would be cut in half. You know how those portals you usually, um, yeah. and if you close them in on someone, they cut in half. So when his head disappeared, I'm going, hang on, what? They got his head. That's a bit macabre. They just put it in a fishbowl. But he's still alive. So he's yeah. both of his both of his parts are, are still working. They've one's just been transported you know miles away somewhere his head is i think they say his head is still technically connected yeah. to his neck yeah it is yeah. just the way the science kind of works um yeah. but yeah that was um yeah really really cool uh yep anything else no um no i, I have nothing else uh, the real meat is in the next two issues really mm. um this is kind of just the opening it's a uh, setup yeah yeah. Um, actually, well, well, sorry, one final thing, Connor, as well. Uh, I find the diversions, um, yeah, they were good, what they, they did for Superman to do. Um, a little weird, like, you know, they had that the hologram, you know, with the 50-odd people coming. That was a little, that was smart as well, you know. Yep. He's got the technology to, to do that. Um, yeah, I don't know, though. I wasn't, it seemed like he was coming up with a grand plan for something big at the end, um, like a, a very smart way of infiltrating and, and stealing this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't, I don't know, I just thought that, you know, holograms and 
guards being overwhelmed by it, I just thought, oh, well, it's not, it's not the greatest as well. Um, I, I had, just thought um, it was fun. Like I wasn't really yeah. thinking that much about it, to be honest. I was just kind of along for the ride. Yeah. I mean, it seemed like it was building up to it. That That's all for me. Um, but right. what, what did pay off at the end was the, the head in the jar. So yes, that kind of made, yeah, that was that was a big payoff because like the gloves are like oh well you saw the gloves you always meant to, yeah. But the, the head in the jar was the surprising part where you're like oh yeah, and I was immediately very invested into where the story story was going to go. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it, it was a good setup. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and, and right. sorry, and at the end, yep. sorry, at the end no, we see good. little Clark running. I thought that was a nice. I, I like that end. Um, that last it's, it's a good page. page yeah yeah because we know yeah. he's like i think the thing is though you don't i mean you would probably know it i didn't know because i always thought his powers kick-started you know i'm i'm thinking of the movie the richard donner movie but apparently yeah. what in comic law that his powers didn't manifest until way later and so here he's like 10 years old or something in, in which he's manifested yet. yeah yeah so that's a big yeah. point yeah i mean there's there's your pre-crisis and post-crisis i guess Okay. You know, it it varies, but like, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it, as long as it tells us like when they manifested, that's what's important. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, all right. Well, uh, issue two then. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Superman Strength Part Two. Jonathan Kent recalls an incident when Clark was ten years old, and a solar eclipse caused his innate Kryptonian powers to briefly manifest before they should have. Clark ran from Smallville to Chicago in under an hour and found himself embroiled in a brewing conflict between two rival members, two rival gang members, which resulted in both of their deaths. In the present, Superman is suffering from a laboratory experiment malfunction in which his head has been displaced through a dimensional portal. A former scientist named John Fido Pollock has the head and plans on using it as leverage in order to gain favor with Lex Luthor. This is complicated by a series of disasters happening nearby. Superman pleads with Fido to release him to save them, promising he will come back. Fido complies and lets Superman go. Superman rescues everyone he can, but a child dies in the process. After Superman's return, Fido and his cronies bring Superman's head to Luther's office and offers him a demonstration of his translocational portal gloves. Luther is unimpressed until Pollock reveals that he has another invention that can alter the size ratio of volumes of matter and threatens to use this technology to destroy Metropolis. The firefight breaks out between Fido's thugs and Luther's security team, and a pile of debris falls through the spatial portal and giant-sized coins, paper clips, and batteries begin raining down on Metropolis. With a free Superman so that he can save the city. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, probably my favourite cover of the bunch. I was thinking about, yeah, either this one or, actually for me, either this or the third one. The third um, one is my second favourite. It's very good. Yeah, um, but this is quite dynamic because it's got yeah. the kids, the lighting, like the way that he's created the lighting of Superman and his pose of holding it up. It's just really good. Yeah. Yeah. And again, this happens in the issue as well. Yes. Which, so. you know, it's a hit and miss with comic book covers these days. You don't know <laughs> if what yeah, you see no. on the cover actually happens. Well, but in yeah. general, really. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, but... Uh, yeah, so same credits as the previous. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, same way up with a nice page. The art seems... It's not different. Like, it's not a different artist, but no. the style feels a bit different in the flashbacks in the present. Uh, yeah. To me, anyway. Okay. Um, yeah, 
yeah, I don't know. Um, I didn't, I didn't pick up on that, but um, yeah, no, the art's quite consistent still. I, I like the opening, yeah, um, splash to this compared to the uh, the other one in issue one. Uh, I just love how the Superman formation in the clouds, and you got the young Clark running like Roadrunner. Of yeah. those, uh, but he does do a good Superman face. The, I'm looking at the third kind of panel, I guess you, you talk talk about um, where Superman's punching, talking about yeah. his strength. Yeah, that's a nice, decent, solid Superman yeah. face. Um, but yeah, I do like uh, the whole opening thing. You know, before those terrible battles in the sky, and it has like Doomsday. Yeah, which I like. Um, yeah, so. You so know, it kind of it kind of focuses more on the young Kent Clark in this issue first, yeah. Before we get into more more of um, Fido and his gang, um, and I really did enjoy this actually. I, I I would have thought. See, one of the things I, whenever Pa Kent and all that comes over, and whenever you see young Clark, I do have a little bit of a oh okay here we go this is going to be a um, a retelling again of the, yeah you know, his young days, but. McLeod, again, does something very different by having that solar eclipse, which was set up in issue one, by having these powers, which are just kind of manifesting all of a sudden in yeah. Clark. Because we see later on it kind of wanes, it goes away. Yeah, it does. Um, but he's he's made this actually quite interesting. By him running to this other city, um, we see, and him coming across... Uh, so you have a 10-year-old stopping crime, which is pretty yeah. cool. So yeah. I, I kind of like this point of difference that McLeod does for a young Clark. It's not just kind of a rehash of, you know, I don't know, Smallville adventures. His origin story. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and... and uh, sorry, Connor. And yeah, go on. Not only this as well, but the thugs that he comes across, it's actually quite a complicated <laughs> case with them. Um, it is. Which made it, for me, quite, quite interesting... Um, but almost to a point with okay, it's not tit for tat, but how far they're going back because they keep on kind of volleying oh, yeah. to each other. But you killed my brother. No, no, no. But you, his brother, killed and my it brother. Keeps going. Like, <laughs> it keeps on going. Yeah, because yeah. they're just they're two they're two rival gangs. It's freaking yeah. West Side Story here um, yeah. with knives. <laughs> well, I guess West Side Story had knives too, but they're all very dancing. You know. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I find it interesting that like. He thinks he went to Topeka, which is apparently a lot closer to Smallville, mm. but he actually wound up in Chicago. I know. That was a cool... Um, I, I found that really cool because yeah. it's so much further. And then who who was it that does the quick calculations? It's like, that's just under the speed of sound. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't even know what the speed of sound is, so props to... I think it's Martha Kent. I don't know. She's pretty good with her... Yeah. Pretty good with her, um, her uh, maths or physics. And um, I, I love the harsh change from country to city. And as soon as he's in the city, it's just honk, honk, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just abuse being hurled at him for clogging up traffic or just appearing in the oh, middle. There was a there was a, a panel I wanted... I think I was going to send you. I was going to post it up. What I found it hilarious. After that honk, honk bit, and he's in that intersection. He's a 10-year-old kid, and there's this guy. Go back <laughs> to the farm, you little goober. That is... <laughs> The line of the miniseries, I must say. Little uh, Gooba. <laughs> That's hilarious. Is that what um, Sydney's like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It is, yeah. But everywhere yep. I go there, it's just honking all the time. Oh. It's because they no one can drive in Sydney. They're all terrible drivers. Except yourself, of course. Like, you know, except yeah. one oh, yeah, person absolutely. who's saying it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just remember 
I walk, I'm walking around in Sydney and, um, you know, a light goes green and just immediately the car behind the car in front just starts honking yeah. viciously. And this happens every time. Yeah. And it's like, look, it might take one second to take off. Just be patient. No, 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 no. We work in nanoseconds um, mm. down here, Connor. If you don't start moving as soon as that green light hits, you know, you're too slow. So, start um, reversing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Your big semi-trailer. Um, bloody should, I tell you. Some, honk some at these, me. <laughs> yeah, exactly, some of these idiots. But anywho, um, yeah. also another point of difference, like the, you said, you mentioned about the distance to Topeka and Chicago. I just want to go back to these rival gangs. Yeah, The thing as well, yeah, with Clark, is that he saves initially the guy he, he thought needed saving. I think at well, the he end, did need saving, but he was a bad. He dude. did, but he's just no, yeah, he's just as bad as the guy. You know, it is a gang fight, as you say. Um, so it actually ends quite poorly, <laughs> in the in the sense that they. Oh, both. absolutely, yeah, because yeah. it's it the whole thing. Like I saw where I was going. You know, I knew there would just be some huge uh, bad blood between the two. I knew it was just mm. like. It, unsolvable like with how much they hate each other Mm. and you know it is an interesting um lesson for clark although like he's probably a bit young to learn this lesson it is yeah he is for sure (laughs) um you know which i guess that they mentioned it kind of traumatized and he didn't remember until later yes but he got involved and you know they wound up killing each other i don't you know not due to his involvement it might have happened anyway yeah Uh, but, like, him trying to help things did, like, make it worse because, you know, he just rushed in and saved someone. But it's like, well, actually, there's a whole story behind this whole thing. Mm. Um, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, so it surprised me again because I, I thought actually um, – let me see. I'm trying to find the names here. I can't. But let's call – I thought um, the guy with the shorter cropped hair because I started to lean towards him because it turned out the guy that Clark saved first seemed like a bit of a dick. Um, yeah. So I, I was kind of siding towards him. So I thought actually the lesson Clark would learn would be that the guy he saved first actually turns out to be bad, um, but he gets shot. Right. But I didn't expect both of them to get shot. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, it was still quite... And, and the, the tension I thought was good here because um, little Clark, his powers were fading rapidly. Um, yeah. So he couldn't do anything. Like, you know, so he was helpless. He was basically just a 10-year-old boy um, there, and there were two guns pointed at you. So he yeah. was in a quite dangerous position. He's also not, like, mentally... No. He doesn't have the mental faculties to actually deal with the situation yet either. Um, no. He grew up in the country. Yeah. yeah. A nice and family. <laughs> and he's 10. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, exactly. His upbringing has been quite, um, yeah, quite sheltered, and he's in the big smoke now, so... yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like his his view of uh, morality and problems, right and wrong, they're very simple. Mm. Um, whereas, like you know, these I'm not saying it's like this is like a morally gray situation. It's more that just everyone here is bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, like it's, yeah, exactly. It's just, yeah. Um, but you know, that, that being said, everyone here is bad. But it's also the same story of like. It's just the way they grew up. Like, they're, they're yeah, kind of yeah. victims of the system. Exactly. You know? and, and that, uh, yeah, and that, in a way, I guess, is reflected towards the end where Superman starts questioning... This is at the very end of issue three. I mean, I'm yeah. just jumping ahead. 
where he starts questioning, you know, if he was found by someone else, and say if he, he got he say if he fell into the family of Fido's family. Um, yeah. But I think this kind of touch upon touches upon it as well. You know, what if Clark grew up in the city? What if he, you know, he didn't have that upbringing that he does with with Mar and Park Kent? Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I think I think this part also touches on or can provide like one explanation of like why he is not that hard on criminals who do street crime. Okay, right. Like, you know, because he is aware that a lot of these people are criminals because of their crappy circumstances, the way they mm-hmm. were brought up. Like, you know, this is compared to, like, this is modern Superman, you know. We, mm-hmm. we all know Golden Age Superman just couldn't care less, but... Um, though he did care, but he still, you know... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, whereas, you know, the Superman, he's more compassionate, I suppose, is the thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that, that whole, I found that all very interesting and, you know, you do feel bad for Clark, especially he, like he's stuck there overnight, um, without his powers as well. Yeah. Because he has to wait for Pa's pa plane to get in. That's right. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's gone thousands of miles. He has to, yeah, can't do anything. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's a very cold, harsh place on, you know, it was like, no, like if he was in the country, it'd be different, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like in that... <laughs> What was that Legion of uh, Superheroes or Adventure Comics you read where, oh, oh hey, yeah. um, I'm just like Lana's cousin. You didn't get my letter? Oh, come in. You know? yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. Yeah, you look yeah it's like, I have no house. idea who this person is, but they must be telling the truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah. so we also kind of then, I guess, after that um, little lesson... Um, Lois gets a call, and um, they come across. Well, basically, they come across the body of Superman um, with Ooh, his head. We should also- mention that yep. um, after that happened, and after Clark recovered, Park Kent went back and admitted. Oh yeah, that's a good he point. Did. He did he, he just did so he it. could show Clark that he was, you know, yes. getting punished. Yep, and he took yeah. his uh, he took his uh, reproach, you know, yeah, from the guy. Yeah, true. Yeah, which I that, found that is to important. be a very important kind it is, of part it of is Clark's exactly. character. Um, it is important because he showed, yeah, exactly. I mean, this this is all building his morals and his his um, you know, his, yeah. his values. Um, and so Parkin's done a great thing here. Um, he even comes into play in this issue with Fido because he promises he'll come back. Yep, and he does. Which is like a he keeps massive, his word. I love that, and you know, you know, he would keep his word. Um, yeah. Some of Fido's henchmen don't. Um, yeah. Don't agree, but yeah, you're right. So um, just just quickly then, so Lois gets hold of um, where Superman is because he's been missing for a while, and <laughs> where's headless? Uh, yeah, splash page of him with no the head. The rest of him, yeah, yeah. Um, but they've um, there's a bit more exposition as to yeah, okay, well, um, these it's a portable hole, and oh, again, I like this little joke. It came in early in the um, issue one about the Roadrunner. Um, yeah, they keep going about that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, no, it's Bugs Bunny. No, no, it's a Roadrunner. Anyway, um, it's a bit of an explanation here again, just to reiterate the, the technology. Um, and, and we see, and I love this, Superman's head oh, is yeah. in a bowl. And, you know, of course, if you're going to make millions and stuff, you are going to buy tuxedos. Everyone's in tuxedos, elegant oh, it's dressing. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I just, yeah, it's a corny. It's like that Futurama. Have you ever seen that show? 
Um, oh, not enough of it. I'm probably it's such an old too. buzzard, right? Um. <laughs> I know it was. It was on like one. I was. I just. I never really just got into it. I don't know. Okay. Uh, well, basically, there's a one of the characters gets super rich, and they're all wearing tuxedos and yeah. top hats, and monocles. Yeah. yeah. Like, do we really need the cigars and monocles? Like, maybe you just don't understand how rich we are. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to do it. It's, if I was rich, I would totally just dress up. Yeah. Um, but the beauty of this, though, as well, we we do see from Fido how he, he exploits these gloves. Um, really yeah. cool. Very, very... Yeah, some really cool stuff. Really cool stuff. It's not just a matter of teleportation. It, it's a lot more than... He uses it mm-hmm. a lot more. Um, so I love how he's kind of spying on the weapons lab. He just uses... He picks his iron. Um, and then, basically, he shows how easy it is with that portal, how easy it is to, to, to make millions and to, to lock load up on, on weapons. It's... It's the thing is, he could have gotten away with all this pretty much if, like, he didn't bring Superman's head into it. Like, that kind of created a catalyst for a quote-unquote cover your ears, kids shitstorm that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, like, he could have gotten away with it and just, you know. But I love the opening panel of them all laughing at his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the yeah, yeah. he's just, like, really cranky. Yeah. And this, you mentioned your panel of the the series, but this is my panel of the series where... Clark's head is off to the right, and he's like, I don't suppose there's much point in reminding you that what you're doing is a crime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just couldn't yeah. stop laughing at that. Um, yeah. It's like, yeah. well, obviously, man. <laughs> it is pretty funny. Um, I think, though, although what you say about Fido bringing the head of Superman, um, it's not revealed so much now as well, but there is an underlying thing of proving, uh, having a point to prove to his father. Yeah, he might have so, always kind of meant to do it. Yeah, this. so he wants yeah. to defeat Superman to show that he's better than his dad. I mean that that's that's what's that comes out later. Um, yeah, and even then there's a little bit of a twist, but um, but yeah, now this is cool. It's set up a bit more with Trudy, and um, it's she repeats the same thing they they say um, because it, it's trying to show her dedication to him. You know, love me forever, yeah. right? Of course, I'll rule the world. Then, of course, I love you forever. Um, it's all setting up stuff for later and on. Yeah, one of the I will say one of the good things about this miniseries is everything that's set up has payoff. There's like a reason behind yeah. everything. Yeah, it's except really... the Pamela Anderson's honeymoon one. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was funny. I found that funny. Um, yeah, no, it was good. Even uh, Fido again, bit more, bit more telling of uh, his relationship with his dad. He tells of a dream that he has. Um, taking so this is it. I mean, this also kind of alludes to it. Uh, Superman's mm. in his dream um, and showing yeah. his dad taking Superman apart uh, and then still beating up on his son. Uh, we should probably him. mention, yeah, his dad is super abusive towards him. Oh, uh, yeah, a drunk. That's, like, that's a big um, crux of his character. Uh, yes, yes. And he he told him he broke Superman's arm, but yep. Superman still defeated him. So obviously, there's the motivation there. Yeah, and but he he got that notoriety of being the man that broke the arm of Superman, which is a big thing, you know. So oh yeah, uh, he could boast that. Um, so Fido really is, I guess, he's trying to one up his dad, um, just because there isn't a hatred for him deep deep down. Because you know, if you're getting beaten up by someone, of course you'd hate them. Um, yeah. And it could be even, even you know, the whole thing about son proving to their dad, you know, that whole kind of yeah. thing. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So as you mentioned, this is a big important thing. Um, Superman pleads to Fido to let let him go because mm. uh, he has to, you know, 
do some heroic stuff. They hear over the radio, what do we hear? Like a major earthquake struck mm. the Indian subcontinent, uh, reports of a ruptured gas main and weakened dam. So that's yeah. the second one. And a school located in the earthquake zone is threatened uh, with collapse. There's like a big disaster happening in this one area. Yeah. And a, Superman's a bit, like, boom. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big thing. Um, I give like props to Fido for actually deciding to to let him go. Well, so this, it, it shows this, a little yeah. bit of care. Like he's it got does, actually a heart. It, yeah, it, it does make the point of that Fido isn't evil. Mm. Like he's not Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor no. wouldn't care. Um, yeah. You know, but he's like, he actually does let Superman out. Um, and he knows yeah. Superman will keep his word. But yeah, yes. he doesn't want their blood on his hands, so to speak. Mm. Uh, and I think it's a really great sequence of Clark attending to these. Oh, it was good. It was really, um, really well done. Um, in India, yeah. Yeah. And, and it so, also shows him again as a as a world hero. Yep. yep. Um, not Absolutely. just, Which I love. you know, Metropolis. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, and again, so this harks to the cover. Um, you know, the shots of him saving the school children. Um, what I found interesting as well, because he's, oh, it, it's heartbreaking as well. It, it's not all, you know, roses. He, he comes across, a, a unfortunately, a child that didn't make it. Yeah. And the weeping mother. So, you know, there are things at stake here. Uh, you know, it's it's not just Superman will fix everything and everything's fine. There's still tragedy, which is a shame. Yeah, yeah, he did. It was just one person, mm. child, but it was still, it's, it's enough. Still, that um, is, it. it's, it's a life, isn't it? Um, and um, I don't think he could have done really anything to no. stop it. It's just, it just shows that he's not like a god. He can't really just do, he can't just save everyone. Um, what I found interesting here as well is that that Indian father. Oh, the dude who's like, you save yeah. them because they're Muslims. You save yeah. them first because they're Muslims. Superman's like, you're crazy, man. <laughs> I know. I said, no, you can come back and you know, don't save me. I can do it. Just a little water, but he, he, he needs help. So. Superman, of course, will save him, regardless of yeah. his prejudices. Um, and it's, yeah. It's, it's uh, Wolverine just probably just let him, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, no, it was a night. It was good. There's a whole lot of, there's a, a whole short, sharp little panels that mm. just filled with information, um, not necessarily and any dialogue. Yeah. I think Superman's facial expressions throughout this whole thing are very good. Hmm. Um, you know, because with this assault, uh, so it's like very uh, lots of lines yes. for his faces, and it really yeah. conveys his emotions well. I think, yeah. um, you know. So uh, yeah, this this is a really a standout sequence for me. Um, yeah. Him rescuing, and of course, he goes back, and uh, you know, we have the dialogue about promises and stuff between Young Clark and Pa in the background. Mm-hmm. And uh, Clark goes back, keeps his promise, and he hops in the portal. Um, I thought Clark would be more upset about the child and kind of blame him for holding him prisoner, but uh, now that I look at it, like he wouldn't have gotten there any sooner anyway. So yeah, I, I don't, um, I don't think he would have held any sort of grudge towards Fido for that. I, th- I think that was just an unfortunate circumstance that happens. I think it symbolizes a change in tone as well for kind of the rest of the. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, true. Because it's it's there's still comedy, but it the, the stakes are sort of high higher now. Like we're we're moving into the third act, pretty much. Yeah. Well, things yeah. do get 
a bit serious when he he approaches Lex, um, so, <laughs> which results in a great panel where he's sliding Superman's head towards Lex, and yeah. Superman's head just goes, "Hello, Luther." Yeah. Luther's <laughs> obviously amused at this. So. <laughs> it's just funny, isn't it? It's uh, and yeah, he's got the question mark exclamation. It's like, huh? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what have you done? Uh, and I love it. Good morning, Superman. I see you've lost weight. <laughs> it's just like, it's just his quirkiness. I think that McLeod brings um, really funny stuff. Yeah. Um, but anyway, this so this is a a pitch to Lex Luthor um, to uh, basically what does he because um, he, he again shows that you know with his portal, these gloves, anything can happen. So I think he wants a like a partnership. Um, yeah. He Lex wants is, Lex to help yeah. him with his savvy. Yeah. Lex is obviously like, uh, no. Yeah. A, I already have a pair of these gloves. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just, Lex is like, I'm just too good for you guys. And you guys are arrogant. Yeah. Uh, you're you're so small town players. Yeah. But he does bring out that little globe. Oh, it's hilarious, thing. this thing. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, drops a giant panty. <laughs> and he costs, <laughs> like, because, yeah, he drops. The way the globe works, if the synopsis wasn't clear, is basically the globe is like a miniaturized version of Metropolis. Mm-hmm. So you drop a penny in there, the penny will actually appear in Metropolis, but it'll keep the same size. So it's like a giant penny now. Like the the stuff you drop yeah. in is not scaled down. Yeah, it, it's it's really weird, isn't it? it it's it's not. Um, it's kind it's of like, like his, sort of his, dimensional thing. Yeah, uh, he's created a portal to Metropolis, but he's mucked around with the scales, so you can actually scale things um and bring things into uh, into another space um, yeah but at a different scale it's, it's pretty it's pretty nifty yeah i think there's a really as you said nifty use of like the these weird sort of inventions yeah in these stories which are good it's a really cool invention um, actually <laughs> like yeah yeah just kind of like wacky but also somewhat scientifically based um mm. yeah you know but again the absurdity of dropping and then you know later on all the pocket fluff and yeah. staples and coins that you have in your pocket. Um, it leads to some amusing panels, that's for sure. It's um, just crazy, isn't it? It's like something that you just don't expect at all. Um, yeah. Uh, but anyway, it, things go sour with... Um, yeah, we do have Mercy here, which is nice. They made her debut in the Superman animated series as a uh, henchman. Oh, okay. So she's like the right, the right hand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, then Lex has like this, like collection of women as like his bodyguards uh, kind so of like funny. bond women it's like Jan yeah. Hogarth's base you know yeah. Iron Fist like it's but yeah it, it all devolves and they all start fighting each other and all the pocket change and stuff falls into Metropolis and uh, Lex is like Superman fast you're the only one who could do it cool save my city I love how you know how indirectly these guys work together, these arch nemeses. Yeah. Um, Lex obviously needs, like, he needs to use Superman when he when he wants to, like, when yeah. he has to. Uh, so he's got no compunction to, um, you know, to keep Superman as a head on a platter. He will release him, free him, if it serves his purpose. Um, so it's, I don't know, I just like it when they kind of work in tandem. Yeah, and it does mention that Lex, and it's kind of like a common thing, like, Lex is a, you know... He's the guy who has built Metropolis and is building yes. it and updating it. Oh, yeah, it's it. his city. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so he doesn't want, you know, giant pens to <laughs> ruin yeah. it. He'll do but, everything. That's uh, crazy. Yeah, good final panel. Final <laughs> page, sorry. Um, yeah. You know, Superman dramatically flying to stop the 
batteries, keys, and coins. From so many paperclips. How many paperclips did this guy have in his pocket? Yeah, what is... Maybe he just grabs, like, went into, yeah. like, an office and grabbed a bunch of stuff out of a cabinet. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's good to see um, the Duracell battery, you know, not marked, but that's definitely a Duracell <laughs> battery. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Um, but, but uh, yeah. Yeah. So, what, do you have any final thoughts on that issue? No, I, again, I just, I love the... Uh, Towards the end here, this ending on a, on a very absurd note, um, just it, it keeps it kind of light. I, I don't know, Scott McLeod really treads between telling thought, thought-provoking um, stories and, and creating fun. really good themes, but, yeah, also having fun yeah. with it. Um, and I think the the fun comes from the, the criminals, Fido and his crew. It's just because Fido's so nonchalant like towards authority like lex Luthor and superman like, yeah in issue one he blows smoke in superman's face you know he doesn't care uh so there's a, a kind of like a reckless attitude towards him um but so a lot of the humor i think comes from them and with it and his character you get these wacky inventions and the way he uses them in a very wacky way and i don't know i just i really like the mix um that yeah has done i think um his because uh, I looked into him, but he is interesting. He's an American cartoonist and comics theorist. So I'm, I'm, ah. oh, this is off Wikipedia. He's best known for his non-fiction books about comics, understanding comics, reinventing comics, and making comics. Uh, wow, so okay. He, and then he wrote a series called Zot, which is apparently like a lighthearted... Zod? Zot, ah. <laughs> unfortunately. Ah. Which is apparently like this sort of lighthearted superhero series, which looks interesting. It looks cool. Um... Uh, 36 it's, issues, I might even read through that. Uh, it sounds like he knows really the ins and outs of comics and comic book writing. So it's no surprise yeah. in that he, you get quite a well-constructed story here. And, yeah, I think everything's done very well from Scott and The only work he's done for DC, I didn't find anything for Marvel, the only work he's done for DC is this and uh, some issues of Superman Adventures, which we're actually covering after yeah, this. Ah, okay. And uh, Justice League Adventures. There's one issue of that that he did. So I think this is the only big two stuff he did, which wow. I find interesting because he's obviously yeah. very good at it. So it's good, yeah. Um, very impressed. Yeah, so I, I think it would be interesting to kind of learn how this whole thing came about in the first yeah. place if he doesn't really work with the big two. So yeah. And you, any final thoughts as well, Connor? On on? Uh, no, I'm ready to go to issue three. If you okay. are, yeah, sure. Okay, so, uh, Superman Strength, Issue 3, Cloud Splitter. Thanks to the efforts of criminal inventor John Fido Pollock, a wave of giant-sized pocket debris begins raining down on Metropolis. Superman flies out and deflects giant coins, fountain pens, and paper clips are smashing through the city. At LexCorp Tower, Fido and his crew use translocational gloves to escape before Luther's security team can gun them down. They stop at another LexCorp facility to ha- hijack a NASA hovercraft. Lois Lane is present and tries to sneak on board, but Fido captures her and uses her tech to shrink her down to size. Superman arrives at the facility and his father, Jonathan Kent, tells him that the bandits have kidnapped Lois. Superman then takes off and flies after them. He traces the crew to Cairo, Egypt. Fido comes up with another idea. Losing the translocational portal, he locates the imprisoned Metallo and steals a small piece of kryptonite from his chest cavity. He intends on using it to subdue Superman. When they realise that Superman is in range, they scramble into the hovercraft, leaving behind one of their own hopper. They open a dimensional portal to Chicago. 
but Superman is fast enough to follow them into the portal. They zigzag through the city, but eventually the jet car runs out of fuel. By this point, Fido's cronies realize that there is no escape and they abandon him. While Superman rounds up hench people, Trudy and Sully, Fido firejacks a pickup truck. Uh, Superman bears down on him, but Fido temporarily blinds him with one of the high-tech weapons they stole from LexCorp. Superman shakes off the effects, but Fido has one more ace up his sleeve. He enlarges the kryptonite pebble he stole from Metallo and uses it to pin Superman to the ground. While Fido is boasting about his supposed conquest, Lois escapes from the vial she was trapped in and uses Fido's scaling gloves to return to normal size. She then uses the same gloves to reduce the kryptonite block back to pebble size. Through the course of this, Superman learns that Fido has always lived in the shadow of his abuse of his abusive father, Frank Pitbull Pollock, a man who once claimed to have been to have broken Superman's arm in combat. Superman slightly recalls the event and tells Fido that his father never bested him and certainly never broke his arm. Fido knows that Superman would never lie and the sudden revelation drives him into a fury. He unloads the Superman with every weapon at his disposal but they do no good. Once his arsenal is spent, Fido collapses to the ground and Superman takes him into custody. Mm. Yes. Yeah, it's um, this was again just consistently good. I found with with the other two issues, um, it really wraps things up really well. Yeah, um, and it, things come to a head, which, as we mentioned earlier, things were bubbling um, about Fido's relationship with his father, the abusive relationship. Yeah, um, and and it explains more why he has this urge to to really, um, I guess, hurt and and take out Superman. Um, he does, think, as you, as you yeah. said, he doesn't need to. He could have actually made riches and just continued yeah. on if he just Superman had just left him, um, you know. But he he brought him in because I think he really did want to prove to his dad. Um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So this is your favorite cover, and yeah, it's really good. I like it. Yeah, it, it's just a bit more of a close up, and it's um, really well, like the the punch through the wall. Superman, um, yeah. kind of very Alex uh, Ross. For those who don't know, the cover is Superman punching through a brick wall. Yeah. yeah. It sounds very <laughs> simple, but it's just very well done. It's great. Uh, it's another feat of strength, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, you know, I, the whole sequence, I love how Superman gets, like, a giant pen. Yeah. <laughs> and starts batting away all the oh, he does. The he has to do all... Yeah. <laughs> Which is a very risky thing, but I guess he does it just right. Um, yeah. You know, with the coins just missing these yachts and such. Um, he, he collects, you know, key rings and clip, uh, fl- um, clips um, through his arms. He catches them all, uh, takes a battery as well. In yeah. the meantime, Lex and his um, ladies of of war um, are still <laughs> fighting the other, the other people. Um, Trudy's really holding her own. Uh, and yeah. she actually... She, she pulls out a good shot, and she um, disarms Lex's gloves, basically. Um, so he yeah. can't actually follow them in the portals. So he, he's left with nothing anymore. And there's a funny three, four-panel thing here, five-panel, um, where the his his you know female guards they were too fast. He just sighs. Yeah. And there's a pause. Boss, it's like you're all fired. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So yeah, again, the humor's injected in it, but um, yeah, no, I found this a really, really enjoyable issue. I mean, I'm just I've just shared a screen here with Connor. We're just kind of going through it, but bouncing back and forth. Oh, this thing. Okay, sorry, Connor. Just 
how realistic is this, right? Why, as a, uh, a law enforcing officer, would you allow a report? I don't care how she, how good she is. Why would you allow a, a, a reporter, a journalist, just access to a crime yeah, scene? I get, I get. I was trying to be humorous, but this actually did irk me a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh come on, like you know. Yeah, I know it's meant to be. This has obviously never happened. Um, yeah. Exactly. So that, yeah, that was, did take me out of it a bit. Yeah, me, me too. It was just a little too much to, to try and believe. I don't think anyone would do that. Um, anyway, so Lois gets in. And actually, it's her fault when she gets caught. <laughs> you know, yeah, if she hadn't the done that. Car, um, oh, yeah, the fantastic car. That's an <laughs> awesome car. It is. It. And um, got Trudy, Trudy sprawled on the hood. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I love how they put her in the flask that was pretty funny i thought mm. yep they miniaturize it down just stuck put a cork in a let's roll yeah and off they go um but yeah superman's busy the last thing he gets is that pocket <laughs> knife that's, awesome. that's actually really funny it's about to fall directly on his head <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah because he looks up, he's like what in the name of that <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, complete stranger. Thank you, citizen. Um, and off he goes. So loving it. So I love all these kind of, these things. Superman's cleaning up all this, this mess, but then this chase is on and I really enjoyed this chase. Um, more, more so towards the end, how you see the fighter's colleagues slowly kind of disappear yeah like yeah. the first one is the guy's left in he's getting coffee <laughs> yeah he's getting coffee in egypt and he goes i think off. he gets caught i think he gets caught at i don't know he gets caught somewhere funny um he gets caught it, uh it shows in the newspaper article at the end oh, oh okay right. he gets caught so i can't remember where it was but it was somewhere funny like at a tourist shop or something i don't know oh, that's uh, so funny i didn't notice that but yeah so he's the first one that goes but they're in this the fantastic car let's call that um, and they slowly get picked off one by one. And I love it. This um, this description is like, who was it? Uh, I think it's later on when Sully falls out of the, the pickup truck. It's like, oh, Superman swooped on him like an eagle. It's like he's so predatory, you know, when he's chasing them. It's it's yeah. really cool. It's a nice way to, to describe him. Um, and uh, the, way, the way Superman tracks them is because Lex tracked them pretty early on. Yeah. Um, which makes sense because you know he's exactly the type of person to do that. Uh, yeah. There's a whole, there's been a whole thing throughout these issues actually of Superman signing an autograph or two while he has time. Yes, which I think is nice. Um, okay, yeah, I didn't. I mean, I saw. Yeah, I saw that. Um, but um, did it last issue as well? Um, oh, he did. What in India? Did yeah. Okay. Yeah, with all the kids, I think. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, and I like this little. Um, um, just respite for a little when they mm. when they arrive in Egypt. So there's just a little time that these crims can just kind of chat a bit more, um, and yeah, I, I don't know. It's just because and they know it's imminent. They know Superman's coming. It's just a matter of time whenever yeah. he'll get there. But they they know they have a little bit of time up their sleeve. They don't know obviously that Lex has kind of bugged them. Um, so yeah. so Superman ends up coming uh, a lot quicker than they thought. But there's a nice little interchange here between Trudy and, and Sully as well, um, which explains Fido's, a bit, again, a bit more of Fido's backstory, how he got his name. Yeah, how he got his nickname. Um, and, like, his mother, his yep. mother's role as well, because she was trying to get him to study a lot, and the reason he was called Fido was because everyone knew his dad was Pitbull and he was so yes. timid in comparison. 
Yep. And then he ends up losing it one day at school and he actually bites someone on the neck, which reinforces the name Fodder for a different reason. Yes. And then the mum hears about that and she just nicks off. And yeah. <laughs> the they said the mum was heartbroken and she left and they're like, oh, I can't blame her. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I can't. Uh, like, he was fine. He obviously just blew up one day. And it was only one yeah. time, and then she's just like. Well, if anything, he needs. Um, yeah, he need he needed support um, at that yeah. stage. You know, he obviously had some issues, had some troubles. Um, the mum hanging around would have been probably the best thing for him. Oh, do you remember uh, Shazam's awful mother? Yeah. Oh, that, <laughs> I, I was thinking about that as you were talking about the mum here. I was thinking, yeah, but thinking about her. Yeah. It's terrible piece of work. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so it's a nice little chance here for them to talk and flesh out what they think of Fido. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I liked it. Again, again, none of this is wasted because all this is very no. important information. It all comes into play, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we get a nice Metallo cameo here. Yeah, yeah. It's yes. trying to steal his kryptonite heart. Um, how, how cool is that as well? I, that's such a funky... The moment I heard Metallo and kryptonite, I knew he was going to do something like this, but yeah. just to see him go, look, you know, Sully, get me some pliers and a wrench and actually use that portal to, to do internal surgery. <laughs> um, but, but thankfully, you know... It's electrified. Yeah. Yeah. He does um, get a little bit, though. He does get a little bit, yeah. Um, and um, thankfully, Metallo is, is unharmed, you know. Well, I don't know. No about fatal. That. Well, he gets I don't hurt. Know if we but... should be thankful he's unharmed. <laughs> I, I, know, I know. I didn't know I had to, know how to say it, but like. Yeah. He, yeah, he doesn't uh, die from it. I do like how they're talking about before this how Kryptonite is like really rare and they can't just grab it. <laughs> you yeah. know, like they have to grab it from Metallo because a lot of the time I think Kryptonite's just a bit too common. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And do you get the feeling, um, Sully, I mean, not Sully, Fido, does he look like Bruce Willis every now and again to you, or is that Uh, just me? Look at his face. In that panel, I see it, but I only saw it after he pointed it out, because it never occurred to me. Um, Okay, I, I, yeah, I thought that from issue one. I think it's just a coincidence. Okay, I thought, I'd, yeah, I'd seen some likenesses in issue one. Yeah, it could be a coincidence, but... He does look like a diehard villain. <laughs> um. But but props then to um, to the artist. I'm not going to attempt his name again, because um, he's kept him consistently looking like that, for me. Like, I, I picked it up right. a couple of times, so that's really good. Um, and again, you see Fido thinking about stuff, and a, a, quite a dark thought here, you know. Well, if we can get him to swallow this little bit, yeah, you know that's like, a, geez, he's really thinking of hurting Superman bad. Um, yeah. Um, so, but um, then Superman turns up. <laughs> yeah, then we have like the dimensional portal chase, which is you know yeah. always pretty cool. Um, yeah, and, and he goes there, through have, with him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where'd everybody go? <laughs> yeah, come back with this coffee. I'm like, wait, how far did he walk? <laughs> Hopper. Yeah, I know that's hilarious. I, I just think it's just so banal. They're, they're running away from Superman. They're in this exotic place, Egypt, and what they're going to do? They send a hopper out to get some coffee. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like it's, you know, it's crazy. Um, but this time, Superman follows them through the portal, which is dangerous for them. And then the the kind of chase continues. Um, but yeah, I, I found this whole chase quite thrilling. You know, yeah. they're trying everything at Superman. Um, yeah, trying to, I guess coerce the, the, the helicopter or they actually they damage the helicopter Superman obviously will save them 
Um, again, it's all about, okay, that will buy us about 20 seconds, you know, a minute yeah. or two. Um, so, yeah, it's really, it's all calculating yeah, it's from Fodder. Yeah, it's it's back and forth as well because they shoot the helicopter, he saves it, and then he, yep. they get ready for another portal and Superman reacts and yeah, no, you don't. heats up the gloves with his heat vision. So it's back and forth. Yeah, uh, it's, it's great. You know, it's a very well-paced, exciting sequence. Yep. And, you know, Dex falls out because of the recoil, so Superman has to go save him. Yep, but he's gone. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so he, we know he's not dead because Superman's going to save him. The others keep... Yeah, they're out of um, out of gas, um, and he's he can't use his gloves. They can't teleport anywhere. Yes, so they abduct a pickup truck. Yeah, as you do, um, you, you know, um, with a little flask. Lois still there yeah. in the thing. Uh, but Superman, again, unrelenting. It's so cool. He just keeps on coming, and they're, they're just shooting off at him. So, um, no, I, yeah, this this whole sequence for me was, was rather... I, I do like the action here. Um, it was done yeah. really well, I think. And um, you, you do build a not like a, a full relationship with these characters, but you know enough about them now. Like, oh, we absolutely. Had, we had that little talk between Trudy and Sully. You know, these yeah. are humans, you know, They've actually been fleshed out really well. Um, yeah. So when they don't make it or, you know, they they uh, jump out, like, he's actually, yeah, a bit of a weasel. Yeah, Sully's just, like, screwed. He pretty much surrenders himself Yeah. Uh, yeah. by jumping out of the truck. And I think yeah. later on he says they kind of figure that it'll get him a lighter sentence if he just confesses yeah. and rats him out. And then Trudy, hey, love me forever, right? Sorry, yeah. baby, jumps off into the jumps off the cliff into the water and Superman <laughs> just... Wraps her, her up in her gun, um, and she's quite dangerous because you know she she shot Lex's gloves. She knows how to handle herself, so she yeah. trusts. Fortunately, the gun can't hurt Superman. Um. Can't yeah, exactly, <laughs> and so she just gives a little chuckle, and and she's yeah. you know incapacitated. And there, so now we got Fido and Superman. Superman obviously catches up to him. Yeah, the slow uh, the showdown that we all but uh, he gets blinded. Temporarily by yep. one of the guns, but you know, oh, and he starts following the sound. The sound again, so he can't. He's still unrelenting. But then the whole this... thing is, he he What's keeps that? it. I was just saying, he keeps the action going. He keeps it tense because even though it's just Fido, it wasn't. You know, Superman just didn't catch him straight away. It's still back mm-hmm. and forth between the oh, two. Oh yeah, yeah. He's not giving um, up without a fight. This guy. Yeah, he is as dogged as you get. And uh, so, because he, he's got a whole load of guns and, and weapons, so if they work or not, doesn't matter. He's shooting them all; he doesn't care. Yeah. Um, and then we get the payoff here with his other invention about the scaling and the portals. It's, of course, he's got kryptonite. That little pebble. Yeah. Make it bigger. Makes it huge. He just drops it on him. <laughs> now, would that just kill Superman? I mean, that size kryptonite is pretty substantial. Would well, that... It's like kryptonite's going to cut through his clothes or anything. It's just being around kryptonite feels like, you know, toxic nerve gas or whatever. It feels really awful. Um, uh, okay. But it's not... It'll kill him eventually. Okay, but it won't yeah, kill yeah. him instantly. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Like, if there was a giant kryptonite sword going through his heart, it would kill him instantly. But Oh, okay. So if it's, like, fashioned into a weapon and then used... Yeah, will, yeah. You can't, like, throw a rocket. But he can't die from the... Superman. Yeah. Yeah, okay. He can't die from the radiation, like, quickly. It's still just a... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, you think, I was thinking, I mean, I know we all know Superman, Superman, but I was thinking here, geez, he's got him dead to rights here, Fido. Well, because he, he does, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's brilliant. I mean, what else can he do? But, of course. He's calling up his, like, he's crazy. He 
breaks Superman's arm. <laughs> and he's like, I'm the man who broke Superman's arm. And he's like on the phone to yeah. his dad's answering machine. Yeah. You know, and it's obviously just about his dad. Um, it is just about his, yeah, just about his dad. He's, he's trying his hardest. I don't think he breaks his arm, though. It, does, it says crack. He does, I guess. It does say he? crack, yeah. Yeah. But I'm um, assuming that heals almost instantly for Superman or something, doesn't it? He's got a healing. It's gone, I suppose. Oh, okay. So he does it. He does a crack. He's he's done it. But it's all about trying to prove to his old man that he's, he's good. But Superman, le- whilst Lois is kind of escaping herself, Superman lets... Yeah, she um, rolls off the um, yeah. truck in the flask and it breaks open and she hops out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but then there's a reveal that um, you know, it's quite sad as well. He doesn't get his last kind of hurrah to his dad because his dad's died already. Um, yeah, like three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. So, again, that's a clincher for him. And um, it kind of, yeah, you can imagine how unfulfilling that is for him because this has been driving his whole life. Yeah. And he gets to this point and he can't even tell his dad now. So yeah. Go yeah, go loco, no, it sucks. you know. Um, and like <laughs> yeah. he could, he could have you know realized the error of his ways and turned himself yeah. in, or just. But he decided to be like, "I'm burying you with them." <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, he's, well, he's just totally gone psychotic. Um, yeah. But nothing, you know. And Superman says a couple of times, you know, it's over. Just, just give it up. But he doesn't. Um, I love these guns that he has. They're just, you know, he's just picking him up. Given the go, like cable guns, some of them. Um, yeah, and he's got the grenade as well. I love that again. Of course, Superman just standing there. That really dynamic panel where you can kind of see Superman dodging a bit. Yeah, to the left. Yeah. Uh, although you have to ignore the fact that Lois Lane would be dead right now because, <laughs> <laughs> like, it doesn't. He doesn't move her or anything. She's just in the same spot after all this is over. So I think that's like <laughs> a bit of an oversight. Yeah. Um, well, maybe too fast for our eyes to see. Maybe he did. And then she's back again. That can <laughs> be know? the head cannon, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, if anything, I want to just point out, um, I don't know if I go too far or not, really effective, um, I guess, what do you call it? Uh, a pan out, uh, like an establishing shot of when Fido's defeated. And there's just yeah. what, little specks in that panel, but it just shows the whole landscape. It just, it just um, kind of emphasizes the, I don't know, hopelessness and uh, how small, I guess, Fido feels now. Yeah. Um, it just, it's just done yeah. really well. So I, I, I'd say kudos to the artist there, unless, of course, McLeod directed the artist to, to do a layout like that. But that's yeah. I think it was a really good shot. And, uh, yeah, so pretty much have our ending. Uh, oh, yeah, and he... the. One remaining member of the gang was apprehended in a Cairo motorcycle shop. Okay. Right. Um, so it's kind of funny how Superman, well, they went to the effort to track him down and apprehend him. Um, yeah, yeah. Then we get the bit at the end, uh, Park Kent's falling asleep, because he's used to get up at like 5am. Uh, yeah. This is good. I really like this ending. I don't know about you. Did you enjoy it or? I thought it was fine. Like I wasn't, you know, I wasn't like, oh my God, I love it, but I wasn't, you know. I just thought I, I just think it was... Fine. I think just it was really well written because like Superman is just kind of like oh what if what if I did this what if? and she essentially makes a point well none of us get to choose who our parents are so yeah exactly it's it's yeah. kind of a thing that there's no point worrying about it yeah exactly because uh, because yeah you, you like what if I what if yeah. I grew up under 
Stalin, you know. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. No actual pun intended there. <laughs> <laughs> But no, because you kind of, you do follow what Superman's saying. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, the whole what ifs. And as you say, you know, this whole kind of red, red sun and you yeah, know, yeah. all these different scenarios. But, you know, Lois brings this very simple, obvious point. It's like, well, you know, we don't get to pick our parents. So, yeah. And I think it just ends very poetically. We all fall, it does. We all fall from the stars into the arms of strangers. It's Especially Superman. <laughs> yeah. But it literally just, does that. Um. Yeah, but I just like that. Poetic kind of way to end it. It was good, and uh, I do like the the ending kind of page or the ending on the back. It stands to reason that no matter how gallant or generous Superman has been, there will be those who resent him, begrudge mm. him, and envy him. Yeah, um, always you know. be. There will be someone. Yeah. So that that was Superman Strength. Uh, mm. Do you have any final thoughts on the issue? Um, no, no. It was just a nice solid. It was a fun issue. All right, shall we go to uh, ratings and our explanation of said ratings, and then... Yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, as a whole, right? We're doing the whole strength. Yeah, as, yeah. As one, yep. Um, uh, who wants who to go first? Mini, mini. Catch a Billy by the Ray. I can, I can go, yeah, yeah. In my um, head, you're always first. I was just... <laughs> Unless you protest it, obviously. But no, yeah. no, no, I'm happy to go first. Um, this was, for me, a, a nice... A nice surprise. I had no, absolutely no idea what to expect with this. Yeah. Um, but a big thank you to Patrick for for suggesting it. Definitely. Um, what what it's done for me is that I think McLeod's brought a um, a new spin and a refreshing re- retelling of of one like a young a young Clark and you know the dynamic with Pa Kent and his days. Yeah. Um, but also with just a new brand of like criminal. Um, mm. And balancing it between just this kind of cocky, flippant attitude, but with very kind of serious like undertones yeah. with with family and with abuse stuff like that. So um, it's it's not one or the other. It, it's a nice combination of both. Mm. Um, so it's yeah, never I'd, jarring. No, never jarring. And yeah. the only the only little thing I'd say the only quibble I think I mentioned before um, was when I first turn that first page from the cover like getting that beautiful <laughs> alex ross thing it's like oh i said i was thinking oh no are we going to get kind of uh, like really substandard art uh it yeah. wasn't substandard it's just not what i was expecting yeah uh, it's not my my type of art but um i in no way did it really detract from the whole reading experience it, it just kind of threw me a little when i first saw it um but yeah no, i'd give it a good uh i'd give it a good seven out of ten um, yep. quite quite enjoyable. Uh, so yeah, I'm very glad I read this actually. And it was a, I mean, they're they're longer issues, aren't they? But it was a breeze to read these. Yeah, they didn't feel. I think they're forty. It said forty eight pages or something. Maybe that's all three together. But no, that wouldn't make sense. But I was no, very surprised no. at how well they flowed. Yeah, I reckon uh, they're forty eight pages each because they're, they're I, quite, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty damn good, you know. Um, you're talking about. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Oh no, just to say that that's close to a that's close to like a standard trade these days, like you know, yeah. just a, a small trade. Uh and it just it, yeah, it was a really nice read. Uh everything tied up really well. Yeah. Um so yeah. 7 out of 10. How about cool. yourself, Connor? Um this was like the guys just like it's it's a massively crafted book. Mm. Uh, there's like just the, the pacing and 
like the, the pacing especially stands out as just being absolutely superb. It's one of the yes. best paced books I've yep. read because the guy obviously knows his craft and I feel I feel very happy that you know he did do a Superman story, some Superman stories um, because obviously he doesn't seem to do any other ones so it's lucky mm-hmm. I think that we got a story from him um, and yeah like that that really stood out to me just how well done this was mm. so you know um, and like as, as Ray said like all that good stuff uh, you know nice insights into you know uh, Clark's childhood but like new stuff from Clark's childhood yeah. like unexplored areas um, you know the villain was good and you know, I had some minor quibbles, but mm-hmm. you know, nothing groundbreaking. So I'm probably gonna, uh, you know, I'm kind of stuck between a seven point five and an eight. I'm not really sure which one I want okay. to do. Um, yeah, I was thinking seven point five myself, but I just thought, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. This is just there's not really anything wrong with it. No, there <laughs> isn't. Know, like no, seriously, there isn't. As you say, this, this, whoever this Scott McLeod is. He really knows his, his stuff. Like, like the only thing, the only problem I can actually think of is like the Lois with the cops and Lois not yeah. blowing up into smithereens. But those are like two pretty minor mm. problems, and that's literally like the only two problems I can think of with this book. Mm. So I think I'm just objectively, I'm just going to have to give it an eight because it's just it's just really well done. Like it's just a very very well made book. Um, and, yeah. you know, I would be happy to have this physically in my collection. I'm not sure if it got a trade release, so you'd have to track down the individual issues. But, oh, um, right. When was it released, actually, Connor? 2005, I believe. Okay. Okay, that's it's still a while ago. Like, we're talking 15 years ago. That's, yeah. Um, yeah, wow. Yeah, I believe there's no trade. It's just the three issues. Oh, okay. It's um, really strange how they wouldn't convert that to a trade. Considering the the size of them, to each of the issues. Well, I mean, as I've said, like I've literally never heard of this before. Patrick requested mm. it, so that was like, and I'm very surprised that I've never heard of this because this is really good, and it should yeah. be. If there's any Superman recommended reading lists on there, I have 100 percent no doubt this should be on those mm. lists. Like, so I don't understand how I've never heard of this. I'd I'd be very interested to know how this came about because mm. um, you know it wasn't a, a usual author it was an author who does his own stuff mostly so yeah so they must have just um, enticed enticed him um and, and and they probably used his his clout as a as a comic book theorist and stuff it's like and you, you know, got alex this... ross doing covers too yeah yeah so they you know just the the fact that you've got this guy this great writer to do this kind of one, like one-off because, as you say, he hasn't done much other than this and um, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, but no, I'm very happy I read this. This is very interesting. Um, yeah. Something I haven't read that's modern and good. So yeah, yeah I am happy to give it eight fighters out of ten, <laughs> um, eight feats of strength out of ten uh, because yeah, I yeah, it's, obviously, it's it's rare where it's like there's just really well, it's not rare, but. It's really nice when you read a book and there's just like you look at it from an objective standpoint and you're like there's pretty much nothing wrong with it. Yeah. It's well, just, it's hard. Like you, you, you're yeah. looking for stuff and it's like well I can't find anything. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, very happy. 
Okay, so um, yep, enough gushing over that. Over that. <laughs> um, so, uh, are you sticking with seven, Ray, or are you going seven point five? Oh yeah, it's just maybe edging towards a seven point five. It is. It is good. That was my my head mark first, but then I thought, okay, I can't get too over enthusiastic because sometimes I do get over enthusiastic. It's um, okay, Ray, and I regret it later. But um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, no, I'd, I'd have to say, yeah, 7, 7.5. The only things that mark it down are the, unfortunately, are the art for me. Yeah. Um, the story is very, the storytelling, like the writing is, is, is easily an eight, an eight and a half or something oh, like yeah. that. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. But if, imagine if you had a, I don't know, if you had a, nothing against this artist as well. It's very, very decent. But if you had like a, a another top tier artist doing mm. this, this would be a, it's really good, you know? It would probably uh, be more well-known. Yeah. I think. Um, I can't... It, it would be interesting to think of an artist that would... Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, I have no problem with the art. I, I actually like the artwork, but, um, yep. you know, it would be interesting to try and find an artist. Uh, maybe... Um, I think I know you could... Uh, what about Darwin Cook? You know, Darwin Cook would be good. Would have done yeah. good because it's it's Chris kind Somney. of reminiscent of that. Ooh, yes. Yeah, because they're they're kind of reminiscent of this sort of simplistic uh, yes style. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, Sam, and Semi's layouts are just phenomenal. So I mean, yeah, and, but nothing wrong here. I mean, it, it was really good. Um, yeah, but yeah. Um, okay, so now we're going to move on to Superman Adventures Forty One, mm. uh, and we are not going to be doing. A synopsis because it's uh, it, it's twenty two stories in a single bound, which is a great title, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's twenty two pages and twenty two stories. So yeah. we got we got one page stories, and this is set in the animated series universe of Superman. Yeah. Um, so I will read out the credits for this one. Mm-hmm. So we got uh, okay. Cover artists are Mike Manley and Mary Severin. Writer is Mark Miller. Penciler is Ty Templeton. Inker is, again, Terry Austin. Uh, Colorists mm. is Mary Severin. And letterers is Phil Felix, with the editor being Mike McAvaney. Uh, mm. So in terms of, in the Superman fandom, this issue is pretty well known. I've, I've definitely heard of this issue before. Um, okay. And, you know, when Mark Miller comes up in terms of Superman talk, Superman Adventures always comes up, because I think he did the most of if not this whole run okay and because mark mill is known for being like edgy and stuff but you know he does this run which is like the opposite of that so (laughs) yeah yeah um very different kind of format with 22 stories in one issue um it's very much more like uh for me it's like a news strip um newspaper strip mm, kind of comics i didn't even think of that yeah 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 but uh you know, so the the cover's good. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, kind of like the twentieth century Fox logo. <laughs> <laughs> well, it reminds me of the Batman animated series. Ah, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> just the same pose. I I think it's the same pose, but kind of, you know. Yeah. Except Superman here, the lighting's from behind, whereas in the Batman one, you you see his full face and yeah, some sort of lightning. Yeah. I think yeah. But, um, yeah, no, it's a good cover. I, I do like it. Um, yeah, sorry. I just had to respond to this real quick. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, so yeah, we get we get the opening, which is recounting his origin mm-hmm. and his current status quo. Now, Ray, you've never seen the cartoon, have you? No. Were you ever lost in this, or? Um, no, 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 um, not at all. No, there was just yeah. a, a mixed bag of villains, right? And I mean, because uh, I was just asking because the cartoon lore is, I think, close enough to like, I mean, not even just comic lore, but basic Superman lore. That, yeah, you know. I mean, like, the intergang at the beginning, I, I've heard of them anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, Mixie Spitlick and um, Parasite. I mean, these are all villains I've heard before. Toy Man, I think, is in there as well. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, no, not lost at all. Cool. Um, so we have Superman's power trip first, which was amusing. Basically, Superman's heat vision goes haywire, and then he tracks intergang by sound and trashes their base. Um well, his whole, his whole, everything is just amped up. Oh, yeah, everything. I can Which see how he hear everything. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's just pretty funny. So, a lot of these, um, there are just like, there are moments of like, oh, that's a that's a funny thought. Like, I never thought of that. Let's do a page kind of that. thing. Yeah, yeah. So, a yeah. lot of that's where a lot of the appeal I think comes from for, for these stories. And it um, says the penciler at the bottom of each one, yes. which is nice as well. So, Joe Stat, Joe Staten. Uh, yep. to the first one. That they all there's a consistency with the art though in all of them. Oh, because it, yeah. it's based on the animated series. So oh, okay. So they all draw towards that animated look. Yeah, yeah okay, it all looks enough. like the okay. Um, but the next story is an absolute gem. <laughs> this is your wholesome uh, page of the day. <laughs> mm. Oh, this is good. Yeah, like oh, this. it's great. Like I'm, yeah. I'm not saying wholesome sarcasm. No, 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 no. Genuinely yeah. wholesome. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, if you want to chin up, then read this, because it's, uh, what would you do if you were Superman? And it's, you know, interviewing all these people. It's like, I like the first guy. He sounds like me. Uh, Joe <laughs> yeah. Oblogatz. He looks Oblogatz, like me, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you got a cigar? He's, yeah, he's, uh... I'd be king of the world. No nukes, no armies fighting each other. None of that. I'd show everybody who's boss, and they'd learn to get along peacefully, or else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know, the kid who's like, you know, I wouldn't eat vegetables. I wouldn't go to a school. Very, a very kid-oriented response. Yeah, he's wearing a Superman shirt as well, which oh, is yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, and then we have the stockbrokers. Like, I'd be like Lex Luthor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's a real guy. He's a real, um, you know, powerhouse. Um, but then the the bottom, the clincher. He's like, yeah. Oh, hang on. This is someone I recognise and Clark Kent reporter, <laughs> and immediately he goes. Me, Superman? Well, to be honest, I am Superman. And for a split second, it's like, well, hang on, what's going on here? But you're Superman, and people watching this are Superman, and teachers are Superman. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, um, he's like it's teachers and school policemen and firemen on duty. You yeah, know, we're yeah. all Superman, and he's like, still flying sounds real appealing to yeah. me. And so, it's funny, because he's not lying. <laughs> yeah, okay. like, He's like, I am Superman. Like, he's... No, yeah, you're right. <laughs> But but he gives a little tidbit as to yeah what he what he likes actually <laughs> uh, he obviously has a penchant for he likes the flying aspect of it yeah um, so there's a nice little hook there at the end uh, a little yeah, bit of cha- Clark charm yeah, yeah. Um, and that that's this is actually a page I've seen posted a lot I've seen it oh, before okay it's, right I guess I want to say famous but it gets posted a lot in like Superman threads and stuff okay because it because it's a really good page um, yeah it is it is it's very um like i love everything about it and just i just i can't i can't get over the irony of clark kent being interviewed (laughs) (laughs) you know what you would do if you're super bad it just tickles me (laughs) uh then we get to a week in the life of lois lane which is also but you know 
Also yeah. kind of like, why was here annoying? Um. <laughs> yeah, I found this one. I must admit, I found this one a little flat compared to the... I mean, we've only just started, you know, um, yeah. these little short stories. But, um, you know, the first two were quite funny, quite quick and, and short and sharp and smart. This one's like, oh, yeah, oh, okay, whatever. It's like... Actually, uh, I will plug uh, the DCAU podcast hosted uh, yes. by Alan and uh, with co-host of Rebecca, who I do Iron Fist with. I've been on there a couple of times and I do join them. Should be up in the next week or two for Superman Brainiac, the animated movie. And Ooh. we did specifically have a conversation about how Lois was very annoying with <laughs> her expectation of being saved by Superman because nice. Superman gets hurt a lot trying to save her and she kind of expects it. And this story really reminds me of that because she's uh-huh. like, come on, Superman, save me from this mugger, but he's saving a space shuttle. Yeah, so she just, yeah. Has to do it herself. And it's <sighs> like, well, she do it yourself all the time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you shouldn't be too dependent on that. Yeah, exactly. She should yeah, be. Yeah, um... like every day of the week she's um, yeah. in some sort of predicament. So... Yeah. So we get, like, uh, I love Mr. Mick Spitlick, forever the underappreciated Superman villain. <laughs> well, he, um, he appears a lot in this uh, these he does, yeah. this issue. Um, but this is a funny one, again. So this is one of those, like, like ha huh, moments. It's like, yeah. oh, he needs to, you need to trick him to say his name backwards twice. Yeah. Why not just have, record him and then just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yeah, a nice little loophole. Clark knows the day is coming. He keeps track. On his calendar. Yeah. In fact, it's a really good episode of the animated episode. There's a whole episode of him coming back every 90 days and Clark mm. having to outsmart him, um, <laughs> causing all sorts of humorous mischief. I think he turns the Kents into, like, giant chickens, which is pretty funny. Oh, really? Like, they're just <laughs> pecking at the floor in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he just records it, and that's the first time he is uh, vanquished. He will be back. Yeah. Uh, and I, this was great. Classic Lex, right mm, here. Yeah, Business was, as usual. Um, yeah. You know, so Mercy comes up and he's like, "She's like, oh, you got all, you can't, you know, see them about Superman today. <laughs> you know, you've got all <laughs> these things that have to, you have to do." And then he writes a list and he's like, "This is the solution to all those problems." Yeah. And she's like, "So what are you going to do now?" The same thing we do every day, Mercy. Figure <laughs> yeah. out a way to destroy Superman. Exactly. Is a is a There's another one later on, which is kind of very similar in tone with um, Dark Side. Is it yes. Dark Side? Yeah. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's um, kind of similar, similar kind of idea, but uh, this one with Lex is pretty cool because he he just he solves everything as well. Yeah. It's like here and it is. This, this is a yeah. The classic shot of him just staring at the window, seething. <laughs> seething. He Superman. loves to seethe. Yeah. <laughs> um, all in a day's work. You know, this is a nice little story, I guess. It's just Superman yeah. giving Maggie sorry pat on the back. It's not the best one. Um, no, no, not at all. But uh, just that little warm moment at the end, you know. Well I think because obviously this series is aimed at kids as well. Yeah. And I think stories like this are good for kids because it reminds the kids, hey, you know. Yeah. Superman appreciates, like, the cops and yeah. the ordinary people, which yes. are like you. So I think it's a good message to put yeah. in there. Yeah, learn to respect yeah. those, you know. Yeah, unlike all those figures. images going around yeah. lately saying the superheroes bowing to the nurses and stuff. And it's like, well, we're all adults. We should know that they deserve respect, yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is a bit different. This is not as obnoxious. Um, yeah. So uh, then we have Lobo in Sign mm-hmm. Here. 
Uh, well, basically, and there's no Superman really in, in sight in this one. It's, no. it's pretty much a Lobo thing, but by proxy, Superman is, is in it because it's all about him. Um, How do you feel about Lobo? Oh, look, he, I know he's a very 90s character. I, don't, I haven't read much of mm-hmm. him. I know he's, what, he's kind of powerful and he's just cigar chomping and kind of... How do you feel about him as a Superman foil? Oh, I never really put those two together. Right, because they are put together a bit. Are they? Okay. Yeah. As in what? As in he's a like an opposite Superman or... He's a villain, they? yeah. Is he a villain? Well, he's a villain to Superman. He's always getting into Superman. Well, he's a foil, I guess. He's more of a nuisance, but... Okay. But well, isn't he, the, he's an anti-hero, right? Uh, I mean, he blows no? our planet, like... Okay, <laughs> yeah, I, right. yeah, I have no, I have no idea what um, he's done, so... Because I was asking because in Superman Man of Tomorrow, the two villains are confirmed to be Parasite and Lobo in the upcoming animated okay. movie. So, oh, wow. Which I think Lobo is such a weird choice for early days Superman villain. Hmm in your debut kind of movie, so... Yeah. Uh, but if you don't know much about it, it's fine. I was just... Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, they're, they're, yep. they're pranking people into asking Lobo about his <laughs> Superman museum, and he's not impressed. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Olsen is next. This was a cool one. This is a nice little... Yeah. Again, a warm and fuzzy. Um, Jimmy basically gets cornered, and he, he thinks he's kind of done it himself. Um, but I would suspect Superman's had a hand in it. Yeah, he uses you see him using super breath and yeah. the whoosh. Um, oh, okay, that's what I thought. He was like really quick. I thought he quickly punched them or something <laughs> for for Jimmy and then zip back up again. Okay, it's just the breath. Yeah. Oh yeah, there he is. Yeah, okay. It's it's a little bit hard to. I didn't notice at first that panel just before. That's what he's, he's actually pursing his lips. Very yeah. small, but yeah, okay. Magnificent chin shot at the end as well. Ah. Oh. But- Chin to light up nations. It's uh, fantastic. You could crack a diamond on that chin. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then we get 90 Days Later uh, with Mr. McSpitlick. I didn't really like this one. No, I I mean, we saw uh, Batman was in it, which is, I don't know, pretty fun. Batman's fine. Batman's Mm -hmm. cool. Because he's he's actually not scared of McSpitlick at all. and he said he'd have ways to counter him, you know. <laughs> I just I, I find it hard to believe that Mr. McSpitlick would be scared of Batman. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I, I found f- that a bit too hard to swallow. He's a fifth dimensional God. Gos- <laughs> cosmic god, isn't he? So I don't think he would, yeah. Yeah. But, um, you, but know, you know, I mean, I'm funny, sure kids would find it funny. Exactly. Funny and, giggles. And it, yeah. It provides like a nice distinction between Superman and Batman. Batman's scary, you know. Yeah, yeah um, again, it reinforces that idea that Superman's kind of edgy. <laughs> I mean, sorry, Batman is edgy. Yeah, um, Superman's um, a bit Superman's more the Zeus wholesome. Yeah. except Zeus and was an awful person as well. Really <laughs> awful yeah, god, yeah. whatever that stuff. Uh, let me get a. Uh, uh, I thought this was like a nice little. You know, Again, just, yeah. I mean, the tone is all... It wasn't really anything. Very, yeah. The tone's very similar, isn't it? It is really aimed towards a younger yeah. a younger crowd. Um, and again, just a nice little thing at the end with Superman helping out and scratch my back, I'll scratch yours, um, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nothing much to it, really. Like, I really love this issue, but I think some of these pages are definitely better than others. Yeah. Uh, oh. This one wasn't bad. This one was just like... 
middle of the road, you know. It was just yeah. like, it was okay, it was just there. Uh, we have Dark Side and Life According yeah. to Dark Side, which is great. Well, um, oh, okay, well, I was about to say, this is the same. I mean, because com- I compare this to, to the Lex one, which I thought was a lot lot more effective. Um, hmm. Art-wise, this is good, but, yeah, I, I thought the payoff at the end was not... Like, I just love the giant dark side head. The head. <laughs> <laughs> With the slaves and the electric yeah. whip being cracked. Um, I felt this was a bit different, though, because he's not... I don't think he was seeding about Superman. He's just like, you know, you're a god. You've accomplished everything here. It's like, you know, what do you think? He's just like, it's not enough. It was dark side's constantly... Uh, well, I'm assuming because of the background of Superman there, it's like it's not enough. He He's still, you know... Well, he wants got... Earth. And Superman's his biggest obstacle to okay. taking the Earth. Um, I just thought he's he's driven, you know, to take down Superman, similar to... Like, nah, not really. I mean, him taking down Superman is a means to get what he wants. Yeah, okay. Whereas Lex taking down Superman is what he wants. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, so the, yeah, that is a difference. Yeah. Um, I guess because I knew the... I've seen the animated series and Darkseid's kind of like the big overarching bad guy of that. And Yeah, right. His whole plan, his whole end game, is invading Earth, and Superman constantly has to stop him. And it gets pretty hairy at the end. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, next we have Toy Man, and uh, the animated version of Toy Man's like one of the creepier ones, I think. Well, he's, he's kind creepy of creepy here, isn't he? He looks creepy con- here. I can't remember the exact backstory of animated Toy Man, but I believe he's like controlling this doll or something. Mm. It's very well. It looks like this is a doll. He's um. Yeah. And it's a bit... This is a little dark, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> not a, the crazy putty on the judge. Um, I was, yeah. Make of it what you will, like, but that that could be quite horrendous, um, you know, doing that. Uh, remote control car with Lois. Yeah, that's funny. Um, airplanes. Well, he has the, bombs at the end. <laughs> I know. The end, and the guards are saying, hey, what are we going to get? And it's like, oh. It's quite sinister, you know, with it's the very shadows. sinister lighting, yeah. Yeah, shadows uh, on there. Yeah. And funnily enough, the pencil here is Darwin Cooks. <laughs> ah, is too. Yep. It's very nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I thought this was good, though. I liked it. I liked it as well. Um, yeah, yeah. I thought this was... Um, this is a toy man I'd really like to, you know, see more of um, uh, in the, the comics. The sadistic, sinister sort of toy man. Yeah, and like, you know, via a remote-controlled dummy, it looks like. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, Then we have Professor Hamilton in Weird Science. I get that reference. Um. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I thought this was quite funny, actually. It's a bit of just a bait-and-switch thing. Um, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) um, Yeah, no, I liked it. Again, very simple idea, but... He's actually a villain in Justice League, the sequel cartoon. Oh, Superman okay. the animated series has kind of a dark ending, <laughs> like, and right. then Justice League starts. It was a bit weird, but uh, he's a good okay. character, though, but yeah. Because we've seen Hamilton, he was in Strength as well. We saw him. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's an briefly. established Superman character. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've come across him before. I remember he. Um, yeah, just a smart guy, right? An egghead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like Superman's scientist buddy, really. Yeah. Kind yeah. of his Commissioner Gordon, I guess. <laughs> oh, okay, really. I don't know, I'm just, I'm just thinking of, like, oh, you just know, a, ally a contact. that yeah. helps them with stuff. Um, okay. But uh, then we get to Mr. McSpitlick coming back another 90 days later. Mm-hmm. You know, so, again, an amusing... Um, oh, this is fun. Yeah, I do, yeah. I do like these little <laughs> interactions, and it's just fun, like, 
because now there's a there's a premise. It's like, okay, so how's Superman going to do this now? Like, how's he going to get rid of him? And, and so he he kind of fashions it so Spitlick throws a kryptonite and, and spells his name backwards. Yeah. <laughs> and that's enough. And off he goes. It's And it's always a pleasure, you know? Yeah. Which um, is kind of done before he did a similar thing where Mr. McSpitlick is chasing him, like, as a giant plane. And Superman make like, he's spelling in the clouds and Superman makes him spell out his own name. Oh, okay. Backwards and stuff. There's a lot of fun things like that. Uh, and uh, just a, a shout out there. This artist, Alua Amancio, he's a guy that Oh, did well. Yeah. 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 So we haven't been reading out the pencils for each page. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, all the, the the credits will be in the wiki page and stuff. And all the all yeah. the pencils are doing the house style anyway, yes, really. Um, exactly. Well, not the house style, like the animated The style. animated house style. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we get Parasite in Blackout. Uh, I thought this was cool because Parasite's always a tricky photo to defeat, but here he. Uh, so I, know. I didn't understand this. Um, what was the one that? Well, he we absorbed reviewed? all the electricity. Okay, because so I thought the, he had a different power set. Um, like oh, Parasite, so he absorb. Uh, can he absorb anything like different things? Was Any it always electric? Okay, what? what which um, one did we see? I saw Parasite in one of the... And he absorbed something else. And I thought, oh, man, that's pretty cool what he does. He's in All-Star Superman. Is that what you're thinking of? Yeah, yeah. I think that's the one. What does he... he what does he absorb He's, like, there? absorbing people's life force in that one. <laughs> yeah, he's okay. He's, like, killing cops and stuff, guards and stuff, and he's getting their life force. Um, that might that might be it. And I thought, damn, that's pretty damn cool. Um, you can do the same thing here. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, so, I don't know. I... I didn't make much of it here. I was just trying to figure out, trying to remember what he did. Um, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. This was a middle of the road one for me. Um, right. Uh, but yeah, you liked it though. Yeah, I was always impressed that Parasite defeated on one page because he's usually a tricky customer. Yeah. Um, so this one, uh, Bebo versus Brainiac. I thought this one was a bit weird. So yeah, we we start off with a really cool. Sure, actually, like the, the city's on ruins and on fire, and Brainiac's silhouettes just standing there. Mm. We have Superman with a torn cape holding a what I'm assuming is a dead Lois, and then mm-hmm. Superman rips Brainiac's head off, and then it blows up and vaporizes Superman. <laughs> and then it turns out it's like a video game. Yeah, I was yeah. a bit confused uh, when I read this initially. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I was a little confused only because what Clark says at the end. Because he goes, oh, they're just so unrealistic. So I was thinking, what? So this did happen? <laughs> like, yeah, like um, this is like. In which case, dark. Lois did die, or yeah, what's um, mm-hmm. yeah. But I think he's. I think he means this sort of stuff happens, maybe. Yeah, um, I don't know. But Brainiac is cool here, but uh, as a, yeah, I don't really know what was happening. So um, yeah, it was a little, a little um, too ambiguous. I think. Yeah, it could have been a bit more clearer. But you kind of get the gist of what they're trying to do. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And we have the scoop of the century, which yes. is uh, you know essentially Jimmy doodling. Oh, yeah. He's playing with the idea that Superman might have a secret identity, and then he yeah. thinks that's really and he's drawing glasses on Superman. And I was like, oh, I've seen it before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Me too. And it, there's not much to go on here. I mean, I know it's one page, but many of the panels are just mid shots of Jimmy. It could have been less than so, a page. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, not much to go on there. Then we get Metallo's Rampage, which had a neat little twist at the end, I guess. 
yeah i like this yeah again a yeah. little bit of a, a whoa moment at the end because uh, you see two supermans like what's going on is there a clone um but the whole thing is a set um, and superman's and... face is actually obscured even at the start by like a blade of grass oh um, it is too yeah yeah <laughs> and then you can see his in the fourth panel his jaw is a bit softer than <laughs> the real superman um uh, so, yeah, wow, very subtle. Yeah, <laughs> Fair enough. I, yeah, I, I just thought that was funny. Um, yeah, but that, but, that was uh, good. Um, and Metello at the end. If anyone wants me, I'll be in the in my trailer having a nervous break. Also, the actor of Metello. Yeah, um, yeah. So because because yeah. Yeah, sorry. Go on. Oh no, just saying because I guess the lions got loose. Um, yeah, which was a bit of a a moment. Uh, yeah. um, and this is my favourite Mixie Spitlick one. I thought this was very funny. Um, this uh, Mr. Vic Spitlick traps Superman in the fifth dimension. Oh, yeah. That was funny. That was a very different one, wasn't it? Yeah. So it kind of it reverses it the other way around. It's like, right? you know, now you're really screwed. Superman just says his own name backwards. <laughs> and off he goes. Yeah, he gets he gets whisked back. Uh, that that was pretty funny. I um, Mixie's sp- super angry and... Mixie's girlfriend is like, you know, just plan this better. <laughs> yeah, exactly, telling him off. Well, just yeah. like, you know, saying it's his fault. Uh, which it was just very fun visually as well. Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, who's this? Um, Neil D. Vokes. But, uh, you know, Fifth Dimension was fun. Lots yeah. of cartoony stuff. It's like Looney Tunes. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A little so, Superman pram. Yeah, yeah, like the weird... Is that like a beanstalk coming? I don't even oh, know. Who knows like what's going fish. on? Yeah. <laughs> the, the hand on top of his head, like the the cap. Yeah. The, it's just crazy stuff. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, so really fun stuff. And we get Hero of Bizarro World, which is, again, slightly confusing and classic Bizarro style as to what his motives actually are. <laughs> yeah, I found this confusing as hell. I know he's meant to be Bizarro and it's all meant to be kind of different, but lead me through this here, Connor. So... He's got uh, a pet, a pet lizard or something, and so things start rumbling, and he takes he it away. The lizard, yeah. But since he, I think, I think his actions are normal. But since he speaks in opposites here, he's like, "Oh, everything's fine," when it's obviously not. Okay, so it's just okay, right? Yeah, that's. So I don't know what to make of it because then it's just being. I think animated series like Bizarre is a bit different from like. The Bizarro we read in whatever happens okay. to Man tomorrow. I think Bizarro generally acts normal. I don't know. Can't okay. remember, but, you know, classic Bizarro confusion, really. Um, yeah, that is a bit confusing. Um, and there, obviously there's not much dialogue in it at all till the very end. No. So I didn't really know what to really make of nice that one. Really nice artwork, though. And again, it's Allure and Manchio, so yeah. Okay. So, now we have the last one, which I think is really a nice cap on the whole thing. Oh, this is a nice one. Yeah. Yeah. You so, it. yeah. something's building, of course, and and you loved. It's actually a nice little peek into someone people's dreams. Some of them yeah. obvious, some of them like you know, uh, like Lois becoming a Superman, like a super yeah, Lois leaving Superman in the dust. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, it's called While You Are Sleeping. Everyone's sleeping and having dreams at midnight. And, you know, yeah. Jimmy Olsen, Jimmy Dubos, he's the boss. The yeah. boss. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Bibbo's is my favorite dream. Um, oh, yeah. Mine too. It's just it's just him again. <laughs> just <laughs> sleeping. He, he yeah. dreams you know, he, that he's asleep and sleeping well. Uh, Lex is a bit more obvious. And, uh, I love how Lex is angry while he's sleeping. <laughs> he's not content like everyone else. He clutches like the pillow. Yeah. Pillow. yeah. 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 Uh, and Hamilton. Who again? I've seen so much Hamilton now than I had ever done before. Uh, just you know, formulas, yeah. stuff that he loves. He's a big character in the series. Mm. Oh, okay, in the in the animated series. Yeah, 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 he yeah, is. yeah. Yeah, Clark Kent at midnight, and there's yeah. just Clark's uniform on the bed, and the window is open, and it has Superman until breakfast, and he's saving it. Yeah, plane. Really nice shot, and you know, just a nice like Superman never stops sort of thing. Yeah. Um. You know, it was like a really, really nice note to end on. Uh, and I think a really good cap off, for, like a really good thing of the character or whatever. Yeah. I'm a bit muddled in my head. <laughs> no, no, it was, it was really good. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, again, it, it's it's aimed at a younger kind of crowd. Um, for me, yeah, they, these are like newspaper strip things. So they're just kind of like Sunday funnies, but they're all just compiled together. Um I can oh, see there the, were some I, really good ones in there, though. Like that's, yeah, uh, I mean, I can see the appeal. Uh, it's not really my my thing, yeah. but um, I can I can respect its appeal. I I really liked the uh, what would you do if you were Superman one and the last one. I think those two are really good. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, link. Oh no, there but, were plenty of really just yeah, like smart, funny ones, like the McSpicklick ones about yeah. Um, they're they're funny. They're good, but I mean they're essentially just throwaways. They're not, you know, they're not going to be. I'm not going to be like Lex and clutching my pillow tonight. You know, thinking about <laughs> this issue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not that every enough. issue. Ha- not that every issue has to be like that. But it's just like these were fun. They're quite disposable. Yeah, I, I yeah, I think it's good. I guess uh, I've read, I've watched the animated series as well, though, so I'm a bit more mm. attached to it. But um, you know, I, I think there's merit in this one like I, yeah. I mean that that page has been posted a lot for a reason yeah um this is a really good page but uh yeah so we'll do ratings for that one i guess um yeah, sure. so it's really hard to rate because for obvious reasons because <laughs> yeah. it's not exactly one story so and i'm not going to go through and rate all 22 stories um <laughs> So I'm just going to give this one overall, uh, let's say, seven out of ten, like, good book, uh, you know, just a fun, light read, obviously, like, great great for kids as well, a lot of good yeah. little messages in there for them, and a lot of funny stuff, uh, and a couple of really memorable stories, and obviously Mark Miller understands the characters he's working with, mm-hmm. uh, and I think, like, you know... Uh, this I feel like this would be difficult to do, to come up with twenty-two stories you can fit in one page mm. using this limited cast of characters. Yeah. Um, so I feel like props off to Mark Miller for that one. Um, yeah. I can see why people generally like this issue. I mean, I I, I like this issue. I mean, there was there was like a couple of misses and some mediocre ones, and there were some really good ones. So yeah, I just I give it seven overall because I don't know. I just think I think it was good. Um, okay. 
yeah yeah um yeah i mean i can't i can't fault it, it it's um it's aimed at a particular audience there's a lot of warmth to it uh yeah. it's, it's heavily connected to the animated series so people that do watch it would would um link it to that uh the art was good i mean it was consistent as you say i think all the artists were, were edging towards that particular brand of animated look uh so that was it was consistently done it was um quite you know quite nice to look to look at um i'd give it a look i'd have to give it just like a six um only because yeah um it was you know i didn't struggle through this at all by any means and i wasn't bored at all by any means as well um but if we're talking about you know my taste and stuff well uh i enjoyed it i had fun with it you know that, yeah that's, no, about that's it. fair yeah um, um yeah no, I, was, I was i was contemplating like a 6.5 yeah um but i just i don't know it's as i said it's a hard story to rate so i just kind of it is hard. out seven you know yeah, um yeah, yeah. so uh and because you can imagine like if you you, you put um say because a lot of it would be the appeal of the characters. Well, say if you put, I don't know, say if Spider Man had something similar, like a twenty-two page, one page, yeah. just kind of, and based on the animated series as well, it would be. Yeah. And and if you're a fan of the animated series, it would elevate your your yeah. enjoyment of this. So yeah, similar to Superman. Unfortunately, I haven't seen the animated series. So yeah, um, yeah, but uh, yeah, um, cool. But again, yeah. thank you, Patrick. Thank you. Yeah, for, no, thanks, Patrick. Uh, and we do have some feedback from Patrick as well, mm-hmm. which I'll uh, read out, which is nice. Thank you, Patrick. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So I'll click on it properly because I have a lot of notifications. Um, all right. Uh, so this is feedback from Patrick. I thought of these stories as potential reviews because they are both books I could see recommending to a new Superman reader. They each stand alone well, not strongly adhering to any existing continuity, and they are both solid tales that aren't considered top 10 classics. They both introduce and utilize elements of the mythos and the hypothetical new reader could then take that knowledge into the stories that are commonly considered more important. I like Strength because it tells the story of Clark learning his powers but isn't just a recap of the parts of the origin we've seen a hundred times. And the stuff with the portals and size changing creates some fun action scenes. The Adventures issue covers a lot of ground and makes me wish that books these days could spare a page for a gag strip at the end of each issue so we could at least get glimpses of characters we often only get to see once or twice a year with the length of modern stories. Um, yeah, that was feedback. Thanks, Patrick. Yeah, that's a good point. Thanks, Patrick. Um, um, yeah, really good points, actually, there. Like, th- those, what that 22 run does, um, that issue, is that, yeah, you do get to see, like, you, I was exposed to many of those villains. Yeah. Um, which is great to see. Like there were three or four or five villains there, all in one go. Yeah. Um, so that that was good. Yeah. Um, but absolutely agree with the strength. Um, I, all your mm. points are just right on on are on point. Um, yes. <laughs> I find that were great. It's a great. It'd be a, it's a great introduction for anyone wanting to read Superman. And it's just I don't know. I just really like that that mini strength. Um, it's surprising it's not in the top ten. You know. Yeah, um, you know, it, it, but there I are plenty of stories, so yeah, yeah, it's eighty years. Uh, yeah, I don't know if exactly. it's like top ten for me, but as I said, like if I was doing a Superman recommended reading list of, you know, this would be on there. Mm. Um, like, so I, I would definitely put strength on a recommended yeah. Superman list. It's again just puzzling that it's uh, its existence is puzzling, yeah. <laughs> but I've never heard of it. And like I. T- you know, I'm not saying that I'm like all knowledgeable, but like I've 
been in a lot of Superman circles, talked to a lot of Superman fans, mm-hmm. seen a lot of lists, and I've never heard of this. So it's crazy, isn't it? I, I've definitely heard of Superman Adventures, but yeah, mm-hmm. haven't heard of Superman Strength. So uh, thanks very much, Patrick, for pointing yeah, us to you. this. Uh, it's, it's another hidden hidden gem. Um, mm. They're good ones to find, those sorts yeah, of gems. Yeah, they are. I'm glad that our listeners are privy to this stuff. Um, it's really awesome. It's, it's a, like I really enjoy this podcast, and this is just such a great bonus that I didn't even think mm. of, uh, you know, as like reading stories that I've never even heard of that are really good. Yeah. So, uh, you know, because it's super bad, you think, you would have heard of it, right? If it was yeah, good. you think you think you would have um, covered yeah most of the stuff that is the, the you know the cream of the crop, but then there are as you say hidden gems here that it's just like well they're just yeah, as so, fun, aren't they? They're just as good. Even even the one um, that request by um, super friend Rob Reinicke, yeah, yeah, those Legion of superheroes adventure, mm. yeah, they were really entertaining. Um, uh, you know, something that you wouldn't usually well I wouldn't usually gravitate towards, but. It, you know, happy idea. Yeah, no, ended up it being good. So, mm. yeah, no, it's really awesome, and it's awesome that you know, just to know that, like, hey, I've probably never read everything that's good with <laughs> Superman because there's always going to be something around the corner. Um, probably not going to be Superman versus Alien, but you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, all right. Well, that about wraps us up. Uh, next on the list is All Star Superman. Because. Ray and I feel like doing it. So. It is here. It has finally arrived. It's a big we'll one, be, isn't it? Yeah. Well, that'll be about six episodes, mm-hmm. um, two issues per episode, because they're very dense issues. They are. They are. Talk, There's a lot to... to talk about. Yeah. Um, but that'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Should be good. Yeah. So, you know, until next time. Uh, oh god, there's so much to choose from now. We we've just read, mm. you know, in effect, twenty two, twenty three stories. <laughs> Until next time, uh, don't lose your head. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, it's good yeah. One. Um, and make sure your pockets aren't filled with fluff and stuff, just in case. <laughs> you really got to empty that stuff out. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. See ya. See ya. We Superman and all other characters in these comics are properties of DC. Any images or music we use are properties of their respective copyright holders. We are doing this for fun and not making money off it, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at lskpodcast at gmail.com and find us on our Libsyn, lskpodcast.libsyn.com. Our Twitter, at lskpodcast. Our Facebook page, Last Sons of Krypton a Superman podcast. And last but not least, thank you everyone for listening.